Welcome back to another episode, everybody. We're the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. This is podcast number 343. As always, it's such a good time to be here. We're back. I'm thinking I'm back. Well, Sorry, no. that was my that was my commercial. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. We're back. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 bros, first and foremost. It's Mr. McSpicy. How's it going? Next, it's Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. Guys, we do have an announcement here on our Game Club Game of the Month. Oh, what is it this month? It's the one and only. It is a Game Pass game this month. Last month was Cyberpunk, which we'll talk about in a little while. This month, it is a Game Pass game. We've gone back to Game Pass. Our roots. That is Game Pass. It is Gears Tactics. Oh, now, Gears Tactics one. is on both Game Pass Ultimate and Game Pass. So whether you want to play it on PC, whether you want to play it on the Xbox. Or on both. Or on both. Saves. You can switch cross yeah. it. Oh, dude, that's beautiful. Why don't all games? Well, we always have this discussion. Yeah, that's, I think, the, I think that's the gold that's the, standard. Yeah. Cross, cross mm-hmm. saves everywhere. I don't know why I lost my voice. I think screaming uh, yeah. on, during the pre-show. Yeah. For those of you who have never joined us on the pre-show, come join us on the pre-show. Every single Friday, we have a pre-show. It's the show before the show. It's us behind the scenes setting up for the actual show, this podcast that you're listening to right now. Make sure, if you haven't, come over and join us, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Yes. Subscribe to us there. Hit that notification bell. We've got videos dropping almost daily, and Mm -hmm. obviously the podcast at the end of the week. Jordan's been streaming. Now, I saw you streaming Tarkov. How's Tarkov going? It's good. I actually uh, feel like I'm doing really good this wipe. Yeah. Because I don't care. Yeah. That's true. That's and when you go in factor. not caring, you you're, get less upset. And you're ballsy. Yeah. You're more ballsy. Yeah, you are. And in addition to being more ballsy, you get more stuff. It's true. So. It's true. Do you, though? Yeah. I feel really? like I feel like when I get more ballsy, I lose stuff, and I'm just okay with no, it. See, like it's ev- a double-edged sword. Like, every time I play customs, the customs map, I go to the marked room, which is a room that can spawn rare loot. I go every single time now, not even afraid to go into <laughs> the doors. I just go. That's a hot spot, just in case everybody was wondering. Right. So it's like the room of secrets? Just like the room of secrets. Is that what it is? Like the room of secrets? Basically, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Tell me. Is So there's a, it's called the marked room, and there's always loot in there. The very first time I've never seen loot is the time that Mark opened the door with his own... Because you have to have a special key to get in, and sure. that key has charges. Mark used, one, Mark used one of his keys, and it's the only time I've ever seen that room with z- literally nothing in it. That, that was, was really that, funny. Yeah, that was really... That was Wait, really our, okay, because for those of you that haven't played Tarkov, those keys are hard to get, expensive, valuable... They're rare. Yeah, they're yeah. rare, yeah. And they have a limited amount of charges. <laughs> That's what sucks is you used a charge. Because I used a charge to go into a place that, you know, was supposedly as a, that was supposed to have good stuff. There was not one item in there. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were really confused. Real, we, were like, we were like, what the, yeah, this is kind of odd. That sucks. It's it's random. Then there can be that's a part. Apparently, of the there can be nothing. Well, apparently the ra- yeah the randomness there can be nothing. The RNG. Can it's like go opening. Zero. It's like going to open the crate in vigor, and they're just not being a. You went crate through all that work. Yeah, and you're like, why is well, there not for, a crate in here? Except for you didn't unlock it. I mean, you didn't. I didn't pay for anything to unlock it. I just. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. It's like if your house blew up in vigor. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Yeah. It's more like that. Uh, That would suck. It is a new year. It's 2021. And what I want to talk about is... Why why do you sound like you've been crying? I know. My voice is off, right? It's because I think during the pre-show, we watched... We reacted to our reaction. (laughs) (laughs) And I screamed. Uh, And I think that... I should probably go gargle real quick. I bet you that would fix it. Salt, Salt and water. You want to go do that, or I think I should. Because is it is it, is it no? Is it it's, you just sound like 
before you were just David. Yeah. But now you sound like David slash Demi Moore. <laughs> Demi. You know? David the Smoker. <laughs> well, it's just like hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hey pretty there. good. Yeah. Maybe this is the start of that episode chain every year where one of us is sick, you know? And oh, that always does yeah, happen. Yeah, remember that? There's at least like four, <laughs> no, it's, it's four I, episodes it's every because year. I str- it's because I screamed. I screamed too loud. I broke my, my voice. You got to rest the cords, man. Got to rest those cords. Yeah. Let me get Absolutely. you some lemon juice so like the singers do. <laughs> so it's 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. It's it. 2021. We've got... A big year in front of us. We got the year of the Xbox. So I want to talk first and foremost. Aaron Greenberg sent out a tweet this week that a lot of people kind of, I think, looked too much into. He said, hey, we're excited for 2021. We've got all these games coming out and we've got some surprises. And people were like, it's the surprises. What are those? So what is he referring to here? And I was like, "Mm, I I think you're looking a little bit too much in this. So let's go surprises. Let's talk about surprises first. Just because that, that was a thing this week. Jordan. Any surprises that you think we might get this year, 2021? Oh, surprises? With like Xbox. What, what would be the surprise? So I got one. I think we will get one more. I think we're going to get a Japanese developer purchase. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to get that announced this year. Maybe. I mean, that would be a surprise. Yeah. I mean, really anything <laughs> announced would be a surprise, right? I, I think we're going to get a Polish developer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh what that. do you think, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're technically already halfway what there. ethnicity <laughs> Jewish developer? Jewish, 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 Jewish developer studio. Uh, yeah, I think so. They're going to get be. a really diverse yeah. Between the three of us, one of us has to be right. <laughs> no, really, any, any surprise? Uh, I really do think we're going to announcement of some studio. This year. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, would there be a game announcement? I almost want to say, like, what if there's, like, a surprise Fable launching this year? Oh. I, I don't think so, because you already got so many titles that are already, we know, are launching this yeah. year. Yeah. Right? Which would be, know? like, a PopCap game or something. Yeah. You know? PopCap. Everybody's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Spicy, do you man. have any surprises that you think are possible, probable, likely? 2021. Uh, or one that you'd like to see. That would just blow your mind. One that I would like to see? Yeah. Hmm. Naughty Dog is purchased. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you think Sony... What would the no, bidding the war IPs be? No, the IPs of Naughty Dog. Yeah, what would the bidding war be if that was a... Th- it would go... Uh, it, it's, it's impossible. You couldn't, you couldn't purchase it. Or they purchased, like... Um, I mean, they purchased Bethesda. Yeah, I know, true. like, who cares? At this point, like, whatever. I mean, I, honestly, anything, yeah. anything is really possible. Uh, uh, we, they're oh. gonna, Microsoft's going to purchase a country. Uh, an island. <laughs> X- Xbox Island. Yeah. Xbox Island. Xbox Island. It's like itchy and scratchy and on just, an island somewhere. It'll be kind of like the Disney cruises where, you're like, you go on an Xbox cruise to the island. <laughs> There's know. a big, like, mascot and an yeah. old Master Chief OG e- and square Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own cruise line. That's what I think. That's the surprises that I think of. Uh, Fitzy in chat says Series X Digital. That's actually pretty likely. And that mid-tier point price where you've got the two ninety nine, you've got the four ninety nine, and then you've got a three ninety nine. Do digital. you think if they did just a digital version, sure. I don't think they could. Do you think they could slim it down if they did a digital version? I don't think so because I don't think the bulk of that is the. You'd be able to drive. slim it down slightly, but would it be? Enough just be to shorter. make a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, it might be, be shorter, shorter because you got yeah, it's in long way. It yeah, starts so. to look like the Mac Mini. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it just is. Just a cube. Well, I think the limitation is getting that amount of power and cooling it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure 
that's that's, that's why the shape is that way too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can have as much power as God if you want in electronics if you have enough liquid but nitrogen. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You know you, what I mean? Didn't we talk about that. Didn't they do that with Doom at like a thousand frames oh, per yeah. second. They were just like pouring nitrogen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have enough. <laughs> the problem here is cooling. <laughs> we don't have enough. Uh, so that's yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. So. I don't know that we get anything I, huge. I think we'll get a game announcement here but, and there. Yeah, you know, by maybe, the maybe nature, a surprise games. By but. the nature of the definition of the word surprise, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> or else obviously our uh, guesses have been terrible. Yeah, or else it wouldn't uh, be a surprise. Uh, but I do think there was probably a little bit. It's, I am gonna curb my enthusiasm though, because I don't want to be like, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna you know buy five developers and then yeah. just be like you know an indie game. Yeah. And then it's the Game Gear Mini situation. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. The Xbox, Xbox Mini. Mini. Xbox Mini. <laughs> Which, by the way, was a monster already, right? Yeah. 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 And they should have the full-size controller with it, with the mini console. That would... Oh, that it would just goes so Everybody awesome. else is doing it. PlayStation did it. Sega's doing it. Just Nintendo do it. did it. Just Nintendo do it. did it twice. <laughs> Nintendo did it more than twice. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. haven't we got a 64 Mini yet? You'd think that would be huge. Yeah. I would get one. Yeah, yeah, I'd get one too. Dude, remember the Nintendo Minis? That I think they're going in order because then they go NES, Super NES, no, yeah, NES, Super NES. That's the, the, the next NES one. NES and the SNES ones when they first drop, as Nintendo does, they were going for Limited like five, supply. six hundred, seven hundred dollars for a sixty dollar yeah. thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Because it was limited Nintendo. supply, right? So, hey, us. Uh, uh, we forgot to do something on the pre-show. Is it okay if we do it now? It's it's Jordan's. Uh, oh, it is. It is. It's Jordan's birthday. It's Jordan's birthday. Oh, Look at this. Yeah. I knew we were missing something. Let's take <laughs> sixty seconds. Uh, sixty seconds, everybody. For those of you that are listening, that's we, right. It is Jordan's birthday this week. I don't know how old he turns. I actually, neither counting. do I. I actually do know because oh, I asked wow, my wife. Wrapping job. Oh wow, yeah. you wrapped it. We wrapped Holy it. I wrapped it this time. Is it the video card from last year? Yes. Guys, I still remember that. I only know it was the video. So card. we've yeah. got we got him a wrapped for those of you listening. Oh, right. A wrapped. Should I open gift it now? Here. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll open it. Just wrap. Open it now. It is actually a very manly wrapping paper. It's black and gray gold. Hey, I chose this. Oh, did. Oh, did, this yeah. is good. did every Did everybody get one? Mark and I went today and we saw it and it was like done. Yeah, we know exactly what to get Jordan here. Okay, guys, this is the greatest thing ever. So he's opening it up. He's pulling it out Whoa. there it is it is the mario <laughs> kart live home circuit oh man that we got this is Jordan. actually like one of the best things nintendo's ever done way better than that cardboard stuff they did a while back the labo, labo yeah yeah whatever <laughs> oh cool thank you guys you're welcome oh that's great did you guys get one too no no oh. no we'll okay, wait till you get it for we'll our birthday we'll, we'll wait for our birthdays <laughs> I'll just, I'll just play by myself then. Yeah, there we go. Happy oh, birthday, I'm excited. Jordan. I have a perfect track in my mind just at home. Dude, it's cool. For those of you that have never, never seen it, just go up, uh, go yeah, look up on YouTube. Awesome. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. It's pretty cool. It is. Oh, it really cool. is pretty cool. Well, hey, thanks, guys. That's great. Yeah, happy birthday, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Thanks. We're glad you're around. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thanks. That was fun. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. I want one of those. Yeah. All right. Anyways, back to the. Let's move on. So right. we've got games coming out this year. I wanted to go over our top ten uh, most anticipated games of 2021. Just discuss each one of them. How excited? Why we're excited for it? Our first game is the one that's coming out here most recently. The Medium. Oh, uh, yes. Jordan, tell tell us a little bit about the Medium, and then what exactly you're excited for in the Medium. Why it's on the top ten here of 2021. So what I'm excited for. So I'm not really good with scary games. Everybody knows, right? The only yeah. scary games I really actually play, and a lot of people don't even think they're scary. But is that this is the Resident Evil games, right? Yeah. I'm excited for this game because of the gameplay mechanics, right? It's uh, basically you're you're a lady who is a medium, 
medium. If you guys ever remember the show from the 90s, similar to that. It uh, basically she can jump between two different worlds, right? The our world and then you know what do you want to call it, quote unquote, the medium, the, the other world, the other world, right? yeah, the other the world, underworld. But what's cool about this game is on the Series X, you're gonna be able to do this. It, it's basically gonna take advantage of the Series X. You're gonna be able to do this. I assume at this point, seamlessly, seamlessly, uh, and essentially instantaneously. So she, if you're looking at the gameplay right now, as you're walking down a level, you can walk down this hallway and then immediately switch to the other world and it's the same hallway but within that other world right oh, it's Wait, so cool. really cool idea also very creepy this scene is creepy yeah i don't know this is like my nightmare waking up and having a little girl in my hallway with one arm with one arm <laughs> yeah. and a mask a porcelain mask on that is pretty dang yeah, creepy. Uh, creepy you yeah. want to watch out for that no but i'm excited for this game i'm mostly for the gameplay mechanics this game kind of reminds me like similar mechanics to the the ratchet and clank game that yeah, i think that is really cool where is the off, rift yeah. between times where they're jumping between all these rifts very seamlessly it seems very similar to that mechanic wise anyway right other than that it's completely different but i'm excited for it spicy. and it's gonna be one of the scary games that it i play is spicy thoughts on, on on the medium for you what makes this an anticipated game of 2021 well, it's one of the games that's going to take uh, full advantage. Well, maybe not full advantage, but a lot of advantage from the the new hardware, right? The speeds from the hard drives, because it can render and pull assets so quickly that you can just flash into the other sure. the other world. I guess you could say, right? So, uh, it's always fun to to play games that are pushing the envelope a lot um, and just experience something that couldn't be possible before, right? So. Um, I hope the game's good. I want it to be good. Yeah. I would like it to be good. I agree. It, it looks cool. It's the concept. Yeah. I think that's so appealing to people, being able to switch back and forth. It was the same thing PlayStation really showcased Ratchet and Clank, and it was that same kind of switching back and forth idea, immediately, yeah, and that's and that's what the medium has here. Now, the medium does come out on January 28th, and it is going to be on Game Pass, so we're all yeah. going to be able to experience it. It's the end of this month. It's it's coming up here soon. But this is yeah. one of the most anticipated games on X, or for Xbox I'm that just thinking is coming out this year. Yeah, I'm just thinking like mechanics. Like imagine like the the types of boss fights you can have. You know oh. what I mean? Like having to jump between worlds to fight the boss within a different layer of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it, I think the I, I think it could be really good. Well, because what's happening right here in this hallway scene that we're watching for those of you listening listening, she's in the other world and this girl comes up to hug her and she switches back over to the real world and there's no one there and it it takes her by surprise. Yeah. It's fascinating. Well, it looks like she does have powers in the other world that she doesn't have yeah. in, in the real world, too, which is another aspect of the game that you're going to experience yeah. and see. It just looks cool. It's a cool concept yeah. overall. When I think they have showed, like, solving puzzles, having to jump between worlds, right? You know, cause yeah. the, you know stuff like that. Anyway. Very exciting. Yeah. Medium, it does drop January 28th. It is going to be on Game Pass, so that's very exciting for us over here on Xbox. The next one on the list is the Outriders. Now, Jordan, this is Ooh. a big one on your list. Recently delayed. Because uh, it's got some Square Enix blood, and you're a Square Enix man. Yes. Yes, it was going to come out soon. Now it's coming out a later. April, April yeah, 21st. April, yeah, because it got delayed. But it looks good. So this this just remi it, it reminds me a lot of a, a grittier Destiny Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Well, well, I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's a looter shooter. Yeah. Three. I think it's three-player co-op. I don't know if you... Does anybody know if you can go to four? They, I think it's three-player They only ever show three. Yeah, three I think it's three-player co-op. Really exciting, though. It's just... It, it's going to be interesting. Will I be looter shootered out by the time this comes out? That you is know the what question. Because I, mean? I, I am playing through the new Destiny Beyond Light right now. Uh, I mean, there's tons of looter shooters out there now, right? So it's going to be... It looks good, and it looks exciting, and I like the class system that they have. But uh, yeah, no, we'll see. I, I am, I am, I am excited to 
Try this one. Yeah. Spicy. Is the looter shooter genre too saturated or can Square Enix etch out a space for so itself So it needs here? to be good, right? Of all things, it needs to be really good to, to hit into that market. If it is, I don't know. So I feel like other people are like me. Do I have room for a game that's going to take that much investment? That's the question. And the answer to that is, if it's really good, (laughs) then you'll make room. Yeah, then you'll make room. Um, The superpowers look cool. The mechanics look cool. Like Jordan says, the grittiness of it is super interesting. Square Enix always nails big monster battles, monster fights, boss fights. That part looks cool. But spicy, I think I think you nail it. Is it good? I mean, that's that's with any game, but in this genre especially, you're competing with. Division. I mean, not Division. Sorry. Well, you are competing with well, Division, look at, look but that's what, like number two. Look what happened to games that weren't. I mean, uh, Anthem. Let's let's just talk about like Anthem. Yeah. The fall off rate was like two weeks of play yeah. on that game, and then it just disappeared. Let's take a good game, Destiny. Right. That was years. People played that for years and years and years and hours and hours. Right. Sure. It needs to be good enough to make people want to close off other games to play this one. Yeah, no, I Which agree. Which sounds really basic yeah. and stupid to say, but it really does. So, well, they need to they need to nail their end game, right? Sure. So, I I don't know how long the the general campaign and stuff is, you know, or your general leveling process, obviously, because we haven't played it yet. But they have talked a little bit about their end game, and if their end game delivers, I think that's where you keep your player base, right? Yeah. Because let's let's be honest, <laughs> Destiny. How long did it take us to level? If, keep going, yeah. A long time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, well, no, no, no. Wait, what do we? No, David distracted me. That's the wrong answer. No, how long did it take us to level in Destiny? We usually level in in like a week. I said a long time. Oh, uh-huh. okay. well, don't, Destiny don't too. Distract us. Sorry, David. we just we're we're back new, and I noticed we've said it like twenty it's okay, times. It's yeah. okay. Um, but do you think that this could be longer, a longer leveling system than Destiny well, is? Is that what you're saying? No, I think. I think it'll be about the same, right? I'm sure people will blow through the level, and that's why I'm saying the end game needs to be that, you know, the carrot-on-the-stick addiction, right? Destiny has that. Yeah, I don't know how many strike missions I played. Yeah, World of Warcraft has that. <laughs> yeah. It does, it does. That's that's the formula here, but that's the question. That's why I, I think it's difficult to do properly. Yeah, And that's why basically... Yeah. Destiny Destiny does it the best and that's why they're number 1 at this. Yeah, the shoot yeah. Yeah. Where I mean Diablo is a top down, they do it the best there, but I think Destiny you're competing I, with Destiny. That's do, that's who your player base I is. I am excited. Be. One thing they have going for them and I am excited for is if you even look in this trailer that we're watching right now, gear has character to it. Right, yeah. Like gear looks cool, and that's where Destiny nails it, right? Destiny. So obviously they're probably Warcraft. Yeah, and Warcraft. Obviously they're gonna have like legendaries and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm excited. I like the fantasy art style. I'm excited. Just I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, and fantasy lets opens the game up to a lot of possibility with lore. If you saw, if you saw, he had a tree, like a tree gun. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's that's, that's a win. That's cool. Yeah, probably a legendary, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. I I like the class system they have. Third person, I think, is going to be fun. But we'll just... I think the end game 
It all depends on it, what the it end does. Game and like Spicer right? said, whether or not it's good. Yeah, and I guess it is. The Outriders. It that's, good. that's my answer for every game honest, that we're going to talk about. It has to work. It has the game's to work good. Too. That's awesome. The yeah. Outriders comes out April 21st. It's it's on the most anticipated for 2021 for the X1 Bros. Paul Grant in Super Chat uh, or leaves a Super Chat and says, Thank God you are back. Way too long over the holidays not to hear from the X1 Bros. Thank you very much, Paul Grant. Uh, Welcome Home says another Bulletstorm game would be awesome. It would be. Fitzy oh, also says, to be fair, Destiny had a ton of issues and backlash with the DLC expansions as well. So they can be hit as miss mm-hmm. too. They can be, yeah, but they are still doing it the best. I think that's that's your going to yeah. be your competition there, which makes it really hard. The next one, which is a big one. This one's big for me because I, and Jordan too. Jordan, didn't, you didn't experience yeah, not these the first, at all. Not the first Yeah. Ones. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. This is coming out in spring Very 2021. Cool. This is the remake, the remaster, remastered version. It's of probably going to be more of a remaster than a remake. Than a remake, yeah. I would assume. I don't know. You don't think they're going full? It's not Final Fantasy VII. No, it's not here. a Final. I I don't think it's going to be like a Final Fantasy okay. VII. And spicy. Let me ask you this: What would need to be done? Because you played all these games, and you love them. They are definitely dated. So what what specifically needs to be upgraded and done to make this fit for 2020 and make a, let us experience in it the way that it was originally experienced as, as great as it was, as, as groundbreaking as it was then? That's a good question. Uh, I don't that's a hard question to answer. Because what made it great, the attachment to characters and the yeah. decision making. Well, I mean, let's let's take like a uh, a game that was polarizing for a lot of people, Red Dead Redemption Two. Sure, it was a very slow storytelling. Mm-hmm. Get used to characters, get to know characters, traverse the map slowly, maybe go do your own thing a little bit. Um, Mass Effect, it's not the same game like that, but it has that kind of pacing. I would say it's more. What would we call it? Like old school, traditional pacing. Games nowadays, the pacing's very fast, fast, right? Um, and and to pull it back a little bit, like these old Bioware games have, um, that's going to be difficult for some gamers to adjust to. Which a lot of people had a hard time playing um, Red Dead as well because of that same reason. Yeah. So just by the nature of the game itself, it may make it difficult for people to get into it. Um, I would, I would argue and say it's totally worth it uh-huh. to get used to playing a game that's slow paced, um, a slower pace than what people are used to. Um, that I, I really enjoy it. Now, do you think upgrading the graph, the graphical, maybe some of the mechanics, the way it feels sure. snappy, that yeah. that is going to be enough to really make this game shine the way, it, the way it did when it first dropped? Uh, yeah, well, it definitely because needs to happen. I, and let's get, let's fix that stupid rover in Mass Effect 1. The problem is, like, Mass Effect 1 was great. It was a good game. But Mass Effect 2, I thought, were, they took... Superb. Yeah, they took that game and then just pushed it. And pushed it hard and pushed it all in the right place. Would you say a modern day equivalent, and by modern day, I mean 2020, 2019, 2018. The modern day equivalent to this would be Witcher 2 versus Witcher 3. Witcher 2 was good. But Witcher three greatest of all, Just, one of the greatest of all time. Sure, yeah, and and when you're going back to a trilogy like this, and you're releasing a trilogy like this, right? You start at one, which is ultimately probably your hardest one to get people attached to your series with. Yeah. So they have a challenge just by the nature of. 
the game being aged and released in the way that and then the matter yeah. that it was released. It's, yeah. it's going to kind of be like Reckoning, Kingdoms of Amular Reckoning. I think that's a really good game. I have the remaster and I played it. It's really fun. But those who haven't played it got into it and it does feel dated. It feels right? aged. I, I like it because it's like a nostalgia like, oh, I remember doing this. I remember doing that. But it's so not going to do it for me. Whereas like. A Final Fantasy or a Resident Evil Two. Yeah, those are like complete remake. Those are it brings, full on. Yeah, it brings the same feeling and experience that you had into the modern day mechanics, yeah. graphics, yeah. smoothness. Yeah, it's a challenge because I mean the game is so good and and people like me are just gonna enjoy it for nostalgia reasons. But people that haven't played like it before, yeah, yeah, this is I want to jump in because I know how much people love. Yeah. This game are attached to the characters, and this is old school OG Bioware, Jesus. where your decisions okay. matter. I love this. I'm and looking you, at these characters in these trailers, yeah. and I just I get chills because yeah. they're well, so awesome. And that's what happened with uh, or Kingdoms of Amular Reckoning. It's a really good game. A lot of people got hyped for it, and people that haven't played it before got hyped for it. Then you jump in, and it does feel dated because all they did was re- resolution upgrades, graphical upgrades yeah. here and there. And they added a, diff- a new difficulty, which I think was actually a good move sure. as well. But but it wasn't enough it, for, to bring in new make, players. It did game. feel a little dated in parts of it. And that's the challenge of doing remasters, especially from, you, you, you know, a while back. Right? And see, yeah. and that's why Final Fantasy VII was such an amazing take on that game. They redid it like everything bottom up. It's just the story that's the same. And they I, and I, I don't I don't know how you could. I mean, so you can go two directions, right? Just release it with a better rendering with patch. S- with skins. Yeah. New yeah. skins. Yeah. And or like really get into it and make it what make it something so superb and so spectacular I, that everybody will enjoy. I honestly think in twenty twenty one and going forward, I think the days of remastered with updated skin packs. Is over like just a resolution bump. Yeah, and, I think you know, textures. The success of Resident Evil, the success of Final Fantasy, doing these full-on remasters, introducing your series and your game to a whole new generation of players by really remaking the game. I think that's how we're going to start seeing these going forward. That's and that I, and I'm hoping that's what Mass Effect is. Now, can I, you revive Bioware? Well, this is what's interesting. If they nail this with Mass Effect, this is what's interesting. I think. They're going to put some love into it because sure. Mass Effect Andromeda didn't necessarily have the best track record of Mass Effect games. And then you had Anthem, you know, yeah, Bioware is Bioware's on, on not the, on the they're road. on the hot seat. They've got they've got some some shiners with, that they're icing with the new Mass Effect that we know is coming out. We'll call it, you know, quote unquote, Mass Effect four for right now. This is going to, you know, be the stepping stone for that. Right. This is going to get people back into the series, back into Bioware. I don't think it's going to be a full-on remake like Final Fantasy because that's three pretty decently sized games to remake. And I don't know if they just have the time or resources to do that. I mean, unless they've been working on it for the past few years and they're just ready to go. I think it's going to be more of a remaster, but I hope not only do they go in and, you know, rough out the edges of resolution and textures and stuff like that, but gameplay too, right? Because even if you go back to Halo the original Halo Combat Evolved, it feels different than even just Halo 3, two games after yeah. it, even Halo 2, because it... Evolves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It it 
I don't want to say feels dated, but it, it does to an ex- to a shooter yeah. standards, it feels dated. What you know? Master so. Chief Edition gave us, though, is the ability to remap our controls to a more modern yeah. take, right? So yeah. they'll definitely need to do that with this game. Uh, I saw chat mm-hmm. um, mentioning it, and I can't remember who said it, but I, I can't remember what the controls were for Mass Effect 1, but... A, but it makes sense if they're wonky because it was predating a lot of the controls that we're used to yeah. today. Yeah. So give us a way to answer your original question. What should they do to make it so it's easier? I mean, first and foremost, if you're just going to really re-release the game, give us a way to remap the controls to something that we're comfortable with. Yeah. And used to uh, for modern, like the modern controlling. Just the option. Give us the plethora of sure. options there. Um, I d- I don't know what else. I mean, Bioware back then, these games. I remember. These games, when Bi- I first played them, they were gorgeous. Bioware rules. Yeah, it's not like they're with, ugly with these games. Like that. They were just gorgeous, gorgeous games. And I actually haven't seen Mass Effect 1 gameplay in a while. And I'm sure it's probably rough, right? Yeah, dating, any of yeah, the yeah. 3D games are pretty rough. Yeah, so well, that's a hard question. And it's a hard undertaking for this developer to to go in there and to try and take on something that is so great that a lot of people haven't played. But then there's a standard that you have to meet too. Correct. Yeah. I, yeah. it's a, it's a challenge that these guys are going to be able to most anticipated. Uh, that's another one. That's our third most anticipated. These are, these aren't in any particular order. These are just games that are coming out in 2021 that we, we can't wait for this one. Yeah. Do, this one doesn't have a specific date mass effect, legendary edition. It just is spring 2021. So sometimes it's interesting that March, we, April, I think we'll see this. It's actually interesting that we haven't seen gameplay yet. Cause uh, spring is just a, uh, I mean, uh, hop skipping away here. That's right. Just well, months. in fairness, we, we saw a lot of gameplay of Anthem, and that didn't turn out well. So maybe, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe like, hey, you know, it really you know? doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> although uh, Anthem gameplay was fun, there just wasn't a lot there. That's the critique. Well, yeah, and Endgame. Yeah, I think this yeah. like the sandbox was fun, but there was well, and I actually not really love floating around like Magneto. <laughs> yeah, no, that was cool. and Iron Man. Well, the whole uh, yeah. javelin and everything. The gameplay was fun. There was I hope just they, no. I hope they nail an Anthem. There was just no play. Yeah, I guess the yeah. gameplay was good. There was just the next to do. one is kind of a, a rendition, and this this one's oh, this one I'm excited. Yeah, for. this one's a good one because it brings back a lot of memories. In oh, fact, yeah. one of my first memories moving here to Utah, where we now currently reside, is playing Left for Dead with Spicy and with with a bunch of people. It was a great multiplayer experience at the time. It was the on the 360 the multiplayer yeah. experience at the time. And Back for Blood is coming out in June twenty on June twenty second, twenty twenty one, and it is in that same vein well, it's, it's, as Left for Dead. It, it, it's, I don't think it's the same vein. It's, it's, it's just the same game. It's yeah, it's the Left modern for, version. It's Left for Dead three. Left yeah. for Dead. That's what it three. is. It's the exact same developer. They just didn't have the rights to that name because I think Valve still owns Left for Dead. So they said, yeah. okay, uh, Back for Blood. That <laughs> works. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, same thing. Yeah, no, that's uh, funny. That's uh, how they named it, too. So, uh, Spicy, let's start with you, because I know you you really like this game, or Left for Dead, sorry, the Left for Dead series, not necessarily this game, but are you excited to see that return in a modern era? And what, what, what do you want to see from this game? I kind of consider... Left 4 Dead, like one of the original party games. Oh, yeah. That sounds really stupid to say, but it was such a fun co-op game. Oh, it was the so mature fun. Mario couch, party. And it was yeah. couch, couch co-op. Yeah. The mature Mario party. That's exactly right. And then when they introduced you, were able to be the the zombies, you know? Yeah. 
it just made the game super fun. The online, I had a hard time in this game on the online because I started playing this game late, sure. like six months after release. Yeah. And everyone voted me off every single <laughs> yeah. match. Who's this guy? He's like, number one, get him out of here. Uh, he's yeah. too low They level. have a Left 4 Dead. Um, this is, you know, Back for Blood, so it's not the same game. But in Left 4 Dead, I had a hard time playing online because they had a voting out system. And they just didn't want me to play with them. And I was really sad about that. Yeah. It hurt my feelings. I understand. I've had my feelings hurt many times as well. Uh, but the game is great. I love Left 4 Dead. I think it's just the style and concept is, is fantastic. Is Left 4 Dead what made zombies mainstream? Uh, it did predate kind of the... Because you had wo- Left 4 Dead and around that same time you had Walking Dead. You know what I mean? So well, those I, think two, it pre- I of- think it actually predated Walking Dead and stuff like that. I think it was before that. What If you look at it, what this formula is, the Left 4 Dead formula, which is now coming in Back 4 Blood, it, it gives you this God feeling. It's similar to the old Dynasty Warriors where you would just be murdering people thousands legions like upon legions yeah. that's what you're doing here in back in back for blood and they get the the spawns get incre- increasingly hard it looks like here they're going to add you know i'm sure ai is going to be insane in in this if they take advantage of new technology i mean we haven't had one since what the 360 yeah, the 360 was Left 4 Dead too, and that was like mid 360. Yeah, so can you imagine the the AI updates you can do, the movement? I mean, they're showing zombies jumping on telephone poles and moving, and and being able to work together. You're probably gonna have different abilities with your different players or different weapon loadouts, and it just gives you this. And then you're just taking out hundreds. I mean, there's a scene here in the trailer where he shoots the, the he shoots one on his left side or she does, and then turns around and hits another zombie with her baseball bat on the other side, and that's the the. The game was just spawn after spawn after yeah. spawn coming, and it was just so much fun. And if they could recapture that same feeling, I think this game is going to be fantastic. Well, it was really cool because this game was like uh, horde mode, right? But you moved throughout the map, mm. right? You had a map to move through because you, you had point A to get to point B, but it was horde mode like all the way through. Uh, yeah, and they separated sections yeah, safe by houses, rooms right, yeah. with safe houses where you can get ammo and guns. And, yeah. All right, I got the shotgun. Let's do this, right? And then you try and get from you know this safe house to this safe house, but it's horde mode. They just can keep coming. Then you have your your special zombies, right? I'm, I, I'm excited. I think this game can do really well, better than Left 4 Dead, because now... They had DLC back then, but now I think you can more easily add new maps. Well, and this will be a perpetual, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. more this, perpetual. This experience. will be more live service than Left 4 Dead was. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. the live service didn't exist at the time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. outside of when they World voted of you out of the match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the live service I got. That's true. That's true. Uh, welcome home in chat wants to know what about Dead Rising? Was it before Left? It was. Dead? Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first zombie game. No, no. But this was the first. I just feel like it's, this is what made it popular. It's zombie yeah. Dynasty Warrior co-op feeling of just dominating hordes of zombies yeah with four players i mean three players four warhammer players. was like this the yeah, vermintide, vermintide. Yeah. yeah i mean they, yeah, they based this that game probably on this style of gameplay exactly. right so no, exactly june 22nd back for blood 2021 very excited for that the next three that we're going to go through these are all game pass games mm-hmm. so this is super exciting the first one is my personal favorite of the year that I'm most looking forward to, and that is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. That is dropping. We don't have a for sure date. We just know summer. Soon-ish. They did just drop a snowpack for Flight Simulator. Their DLC must seen, be like, dude, must be the easiest DLC. <laughs> it's like, what we need we more weather. Uh, just do weather. <laughs> 
The snow, though, <laughs> looks amazing. I shouldn't say that. It's probably not easy. Of course, they have to go in and do things. But it's just funny. Like, what should we do this week? They have uh, talked about this. Let's add another thrust master. <laughs> yeah, they have <laughs> talked about this coming to the Xbox Series X and saying you're going to get the same experience that you get on a PC. There's going to be maxed out settings, perpetual maps. If anybody has experienced Flight Simulator on PC... It is amazing. I mean, look at the water effects there as you're flying. It is amazing. It's beautiful. Which is really It's impressive. relaxing. At first, I thought Flight Simulator was really well optimized, and then I realized it just takes a really intense PC to run it. <laughs> but uh, anyway. What a, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first game that Microsoft has had in a while that yeah. legitimately sets it apart yeah. from the PlayStation. Which is, is really cool. And... And like I said, if they if they're getting high end PC quality on the console, that's impressive. Yeah, no, I that's very I agree. and I'm very excited. The only thing I'm gonna miss is on the PC. It's much easier to hook up different peripherals. Yeah, for the Xbox, I can do the Thrustmaster, which I have and will use. But on the PC, I use the Thrustmaster, and then in the middle, I have a Stream Deck that we have, and I use that for all flight controls, like my dashboard. I don't know if I'll be able to do anything like that on the on the Xbox. How long did it take you to set that up? Um, I don't know. Mine took probably an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, not about bad. the same that's time. Really not bad. Yeah. But now, you, what it is, all you got to do is just map keybinding. Yeah, that's all it was. Okay. But it's is, like and is it worth it? it? Does it give you <laughs> yeah, that, oh, yeah. that immersion? No, yeah, because it's you know it's like it's just, this. It's like a panel on your actual I'll, plane. I'll yeah. show everybody what we use for the podcast. It's stream right here. It's a stream deck, and on it you would just put raise gear, lower gear. You know, so cool. all the, the hotkey for landing gear is Alt L, right, or whatever. It's L. You would just put L as a button there, and it just makes it easier. Yeah, better. that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So it's unfortunately, I I don't know if we'll be able to do that on the console. I highly doubt it. But that's the only downfall, I guess. You can't Ye- as easily use peripherals sure. on, on the console. Sure. But. Spicy. Agree or disagree? I think this is a console seller. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. I mean. Without spending eighteen hundred bucks plus on a PC to get max settings, you can get it for five hundred dollars. Wait, five hundred bucks, right? Four ninety nine. For five hundred bucks, you can get the same exact settings and everything on an awesome game. So yeah. it is a seller for sure. And the loading times. And, on, and the loading probably, times probably will be pretty awesome. And don't forget. Microsoft exclusive, Xbox exclusive, which means Game which, Pass day game one. Pass, yeah. The loading times on this game are pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> just, so, just so everyone knows. Like, uh, there's even a setting. When, when you first load up, it's like, do you have data caps? Because you should. If you do, do not play this game. Do not game. play this game. <laughs> it's true. Because what you this game does. Off, it live streams. What, it live streams in your maps as you're flying. It live streams in the area that you're flying in and, and the real maps time, and real time data. Like real time data from Bing Maps is being imported into this it's game. It's cool. It's very cool. What a game. What a project. And there's real flights. You know, you can see yeah. all the live flights going Which on right now. It was actually kind of funny. was a little lighter this last year. Yeah. If you there did live skies flights, were a little bit you weren't more getting clearer. the full challenge you normally <laughs> you would. You normally would. <laughs> yeah. Pre-2020. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do a shout out to Chief Wiggum who dropped a super chat. He said, happy birthday, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, Chief, for yeah, that yeah. super chat. Oh, there's the snow they added. And he said, happy birthday, Jordan, not happy birthday, David. Didn't you just say happy birthday, David? I think I said Jordan. Oh, oh I, I don't know. Yeah. I also <laughs> might have said happy birthday, Chief. We'll listen back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All of the above uh, works. Regardless, thank you very much, yeah. Chief Wiggum. Uh, the next one that we're most excited for, Halo Infinite. 
coming. Yes, this game, one's, this is this, another Game Pass. Obviously, this one's going to be interesting. I think I'm actually hopeful because I think they've. I, I like the moves they've made with bringing in new people, Stanton, yeah. bringing and and really redoing all the art, redoing things, make sure it make making sure it's polished to where it needs to be. This is going to be the last Halo that we get. I think this is their perpetual game that they'll just add on to the Halo experience. Can this be the Halo? That's kind of sad when you put it that way. This well, is just, the last Halo. They'll just we're Fortnite get. chapter two it. Yeah, it'll, yeah. in like right. five years. Which, just, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I get, down, you know. No, I get it. <laughs> but like the way you said that, it's the last Halo yeah, we're yeah. gonna get. Yeah, and that is. Oh, uh, that is kind of sobering. Yeah. Wow. I'm old. Can this? Those be, are just our thoughts. Will right? this no, be yeah. spicy? I want this prediction from you. Uh. Will this be the Halo that brings people back to Halo? The experience that was the original Halo for Xbox. Can this be that same thing for the Series X, for the new generation of Xbox and Xbox players going forward? I sure hope so. Uh, they have a lot of challenges to 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 Over, deal with. Overcome? Yeah. Just in the audience alone. And what I mean by that, and it's the same thing with Mass Effect, right? You have your people that played Halo growing up and want it to be a very specific way. And, and a specific memory. A, yes. Yeah. It's very... This game probably got a lot of people into gaming, period, right? This is the game that probably got everybody to buy the original Xbox, to play at LAN parties, to just start enjoying gaming. Before gaming was even mainstream, it was just, you know, Halo was a game that was very it, monumental in its time. Monumental is a good word. It broke barriers. It it did things nothing else did. Now you have a younger audience that expects games to be a very specific way as well, right? And those two audiences will say the, the boomers and zoomers. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, that's fair enough. The boomers and zoomers, we like our games very specifically. Both sides enjoy it as, you know, a very specific type of way to play their games. I feel like the challenge is appeasing both those audiences. Yeah. Because if you just appease the Zoomers, the Boomers are going to be pissed. And sometimes some of us can get really mean on the internet. The internet is not our friend all the time. <laughs> yes. Like not letting you play Left 4 Dead. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It gets rough and out we, there. And those poor developers, you know, they have a very, very high level of... They're trying to do as first. They're trying to make people happy, but people sometimes don't want to be happy. Yeah. I know, yeah. You know, yeah, does that true. make sense? It's, that, it's that almost does. as if you have to pick a side. Do you think? I think it's harder to develop a game in a long-running series like a Halo or a Gears or something like that, right? Because Halo Three, I will admit to this day, I do actually think is like the best Halo gameplay out there. I really like Halo 5's multiplayer. I think it's the best modern multiplayer of Halo Five. It's a lot better than Halo Four. But because Halo 3 mechanically is a little dated, I think it's perfect. But like it is it. it is it is dated, right? There's no sprint, there's no, sure. you know, stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Doing that, I mean, the longer you develop or the longer a franchise runs, you kind of it, it's just inevitable, right? Because you have to update your game to modern settings while trying to keep that original feel and it's just it's a difficult task. It is. So hopefully this game can do it. Well, and yeah, and you have to 
You got you you because Xbox would be stupid. This is going to probably offend a lot of boomers, <laughs> but Xbox would be stupid not to try and capture a lot of the younger audience. Oh yeah, no, yeah. you need yeah you, you need, need for them. the future of your product. Yeah, exactly. You, they are the future. Also. The people that are boomers are the ones who have the liquidable money yeah. to buy you the game, yeah. right? So they have to pull this magic trick out of a hat. I, it's a delicate don't you balancing think, act. though, that the strategy more to get younger players is the Game Pass strategy? Is the Game Well, I, I'm not talking about... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm talking about gameplay style, gameplay yeah, mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making it so that this well, is a have to play, Sustainability, to right? You don't want... You don't want after two weeks everybody to drop off like they did with uh, whatever game we were talking yeah. about earlier, right? Well, and, and let's even think about like Anthem. Anthem, yeah, thank you. Like games, I think I, they don't need to be, but it's a conversation for developers to have. Games have an advantage when they're memeable. And oh yeah, I'm mean, Fortnite with with the day and age that we live in with. With social media, sure. just the way people consume things, advertise things, guerrilla advertising, everything. Memeable wins. Sure. And can you imagine? I mean, we kind of, Fortnite actually has the Master Chief, which I think the dances are hilarious. Yeah. That now you can have Master Chief do some pretty crazy dances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're a purist and you love Halo, can you imagine Master Chief just randomly doing some weird dancing in like a very serious shooter? Does that make sense? Sure. So this is like, this is the two audiences. Younger audiences love the memeable whatever. It doesn't matter, zany, whatever. But then you have your serious audience that wants a serious game. You're trying to appeal to both. I don't know. I'm, I'm not smart enough to figure out how to do that, the balance, right? Well, I, th I think what you said earlier on games that you're looking forward to, I think what, what bridges that gap is a next level game, a good Get a great game. Yeah. For instance, no one's ever going to meme God of War, but you're you're crossing generations there because that game is that good. It's just that good. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say that the that that was just more of an older audience that played that game. Pro yeah, probably. I would be curious what the demographics are, but you're probably sure. right. And with a multiplayer, a perpetual multiplayer game, you kind of want a younger audience to be a good base of yeah. Or a good chunk of your play game players, right? So for here's the thing, though. So I think there's an evolution to younger audience playing games because I think the age group of Fortnite has consistently gone down, and people outgrow and move on to Warzone, for instance. Sure. I think teenagers now are they graduate into Warzone because it's cooler than Fortnite. Fortnite is seen as a as a it's, as a kids game. But it's cooler. It's, well, I would say it's <laughs> true that he has a very valid yeah, point. No, yeah. And I would say that Warzone is a good example of a balance between serious gameplay and memeable gameplay. And yeah. what makes it memeable is the sandbox aspect. <laughs> like you can just you like, go look up some funny cl Warzone clips <laughs> and accidentally be, not pulling your parachute, you know? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like just that. like it's a memeable game without alienating the older audience. Yeah, I and see it that. actually I think you accomplish that here with Halo Infinite with serious campaign and multiplayer is where you sandbox have those like, multiplayer. sandbox multiplayer is where you have that experience. I don't know. Like you I, said though, regardless, it's a very difficult task. It's not a job that I would want. <laughs> oh no, I don't yeah. want to do. It. Well, well, I want it to be good, but I I demand it to be good. <laughs> yes. But I don't want that job. <laughs> I, well, I think Microsoft has equipped that studio to 
to deliver. I mean, they they, they essentially have as limitless money, money as they want. and they got Joseph Staten. Staten and a couple other people and a couple other people. I think it was uh, I I think his name is like French. I forget it, but he's he was multi. He did multiplayer stuff. So, but now they're regardless. The studio's equipped. They're set up to do good. So, Fall twenty twenty one. I don't think this gets delayed again. I think this is it. I think this is the polishing steps that we're seeing before Halo Infinite drops. That's why they brought in Joe. The core gameplay was there, I believe. Just they wanted to tighten things up. We know with coronavirus, with sales of the Xbox Series X, it's not going to push consoles. But for this next Christmas season, it very well could. Now, the next game is also a Game Pass game that's coming that a lot of people forget about, but this looks amazing. It really it's does. It's cyberpunk style Diablo. Yeah. And this is The Ascent. The everybody. Ascent. Ascent the game. It's it's There's no date on this. This is just 2021. This is definitely on our most anticipated games. It's another one of those unique looking games. It looks cool. Looks amazing. The when we get to fighting, especially it. Let me it, skip ahead. It skip really ahead. looks good. But look, just the world building itself is is really exciting. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Uh, it's that's that's going to be the genre. The the time frame. These very cyberpunkish levels and worlds. I think for the next couple of years. Yeah. The style. Well, it's yeah. a cool. It's a cool style, it and is. it's its own style. It really is. You have your like Van Helsing. You have your fantasy. You have cyberpunk. It's its own cowboys. You know, yeah, westerns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's just a good style to have. It's awesome. So. It really is. And this game, it got a lot of people excited when Microsoft did show us. Let's fast forward to some to some fighting. Fighting, here. okay. Jordan, yeah. the ascent thoughts. What are you most excited for about this game? Well, it's a twin stick shooter, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of it looks like the, it. the yeah. gameplay, right? I'm excited for it. There you go, I mean, David. We, yeah. Other than other than the gameplay that we've seen, we don't know a whole bunch about it. I I think is there going to be uh, some co-op in this? Yeah, I, I believe yeah, there's there is, co-op. Right? Yeah, so there's two that, people playing right now. That's going to be a blast to play with friends. And it just looks yeah, good. Yeah, it's just looks, sorry it's awkward just looks silence because we're like we're watching, watching it. Yeah, it totally you know, it's totally reminding me of like a fluid XCOM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Well, Cyberpunk fluid. Well, look at the XCOM, environmental effects. It'll there be interesting. Too. It'll be interesting to see what what else they do. So it's a twin stick shooter, gameplay wise. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Is there going to be RPG mechanics, leveling up, getting gear, guns, stuff like that? Guaranteed. The style of it, it looks like there is going to be, right? So, Well, one guy has one gun that's like a single shot. The other one's like a, yeah. a Contra spread gun style, right? Being honest, so. other than this trailer, there's not a whole bunch I know about this game. Other than the fact that it looks... I love the art style. Yeah. It looks like it's going to have a really decent story and a pretty in-depth world. Because if you watch the trailer, I don't know if you guys noticed, as you, as you watch the trailer, they're walking through like a marketplace. There's shopkeepers and people talking. Yeah, so you're going to be able to do I missions, think, turn-ins. I think stuff like that adds to the, the world. It makes it feel more like a real world. Like, you get to see, you know, oh, this guy's complaining about this guy. Okay. Yeah, if you've not seen The Ascent, if you don't remember what we're talking about, go look it up. It It is beautiful. The roles, it's smooth, the fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this. No date. Again, this is uh, to be determined, but it is going to be on Game Pass. See, and if you notice, there is stuff, is stuff dropping whether that's just ammo or different loots and stuff for maybe some di- RPG system that they're going to they have. They are different, different colors, I'm so you're going to have yeah. rarity, I, I would imagine, yeah. and value in, in those drops as well. Let's move on to a big one that got really excited when we yeah. were last at E3. Actually, it was the last E3 that exists, and that is the Elden Ring. Yeah. The Elden Ring is supposed to be out. It's to be determined yeah. 2021. Yeah. It's supposed to be here. 
The big news with the Elden Ring is it's George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I actually has took, written the story I for actually, it. Actually, uh, 100% honesty here, guys. I took that as a negative when they. Why? 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 Well, he still hasn't finished his book. Is he going to finish the game? Well, there. Well, this is the reason he hasn't finished yeah, his because book because he's well, making but that's, this. That's what I'm saying. Like he's a good writer. Yeah, that's why I want him. That's why this is exciting. But he never finishes anything. <laughs> I don't. He doesn't need to finish. This is gonna be a perpetual game. <laughs> well, this game is to be determined. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, it's with, this was an announcement two years ago. This was before 2019. Yeah, this, know, this was yeah, at this our last E3. We yeah. saw this on the Xbox stage. Two. I I love From Software, and I'm excited for this game, especially if rumors are true with different like social aspects, like multiplayer and stuff like that. But I mean, no offense, but George, I mean, if he's helping to, write the game, to be fair. I believe the game writing takes place before the game is developed. <laughs> yeah, so we know it's been done. Well, all we've can develop a game. All we've don't seen is a CGI trailer. And this is essentially concept art. Sure, but to be fair as well, a Souls game, which this is probably going to be, just oh, yeah. you know, that's what it, that's what it is. You only have like ten paragraphs of story, anyways. <laughs> you know, and that's in the rings or the swords that you but read. Well, but I, I think that's what's so fascinating about this game is it's this emergence of From Software. My impression of it, and it could be totally wrong, into a storytelling game, it's got a high, high fantasy storytelling with the From Software style and difficulty. I. It's gonna be and it's I, gonna be interesting. I do agree. I think it's gonna be much more in depth on the story. If you look at games like Sekiro, Sekiro compared to Dark Souls, there was more story front and center in Sekiro. There's a ton of story in Dark Souls. You just have to go looking for it. In Sekiro, that story was more front and center than it was in Dark Souls, and I think Elden Ring is gonna be even more, which is probably why they got George R. R. Martin to it write had- it. But I'm just saying. Between his writing, you know, how long it takes, and they're Japanese, so they got to translate stuff. It's just going to add. What <laughs> if? What if? It's but it's also, just, yeah. But I'm excited. What if it's just a ripoff of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> the same Probably. story? Everything one, is. One, one ring to rule them all? Yeah. Everything is, though. But this ring's called the Elden Ring. Yeah. I mean, but but it was also called Demon Souls before it was called Dark <laughs> yeah, Souls. that's true. That's true. Good point. Uh. No, this is a very exciting game. I, Anything from from software, I just I've, I'm 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 excited for. Yeah, this I just want it to come. Well, out. especially if it goes into a more storytelling RPG esque way of you know yeah. merging. It's an evolution of, of from software type games. I think yeah. that's it. That's the exciting point. Will it be? Maybe not. But it's exciting. It's got a lot of hype. A big hyped game for no gameplay. Ah, that's because that's they're still writing. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like from software. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, no date, just to be determined. The next one, we're all very excited, and this could go either way for me. This one, okay, this is this, this one's is in my top three of yeah, this year. Yeah, this one could go either way, but this one's huge. Very Hogwarts Legacy. Hey. Now we have seen some trailer gameplay that they've released from this. If this can be like if, a true open world Harry Potter experience, yeah. I don't know how this game doesn't just crush every other game out there. Yeah, (laughs) that's your fast travel right there—a floating carriage. The now the thing that I worry about here is it could suck balls. Yeah, hard. Like, (laughs) right? Don't you think? Don't you think that's very polarized? (laughs) It's it's it couldn't be 
so good because Harry, everybody loves Harry Potter. The world is fabulous. The world that she created is amazing. Uh-huh. And if you can nail that in a really well thought out game with gameplay mechanics and, and immerses you in that world, it yeah. could be fabulous. But it's a movie video game and movie video games tend to suck balls. Yeah. And that could be well, this. this in this defense. This is Hogwarts 1800. So they're they, they, everything. Yeah, they open themselves up. So there's and no, they do that so they can just but they can the do sorting hat's still there. Well, he's, he's always there. He's, he's always been there. Yeah, it's a hat. The I mean, room of secrets is going to be there. I hope so. The Philosopher's Stone will probably be there, make an appearance. I just hope it's more open world than linear. I think an I, I you really think do. you got to do an this open, open world? an open world Harry Potter game. I agree with that, and I'm and I'm someone that is a little critical of open world. I games. would also like my character to get in trouble for being late for class. Oh, I, like, I think that. that should be a mechanic. Oh yeah. So do you want it to be like Majora's Mask? Kind of. Yeah. Where you have like a time thing where well, they have the time turner in Harry Potter. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. That's true. There's some this game does look good in a lot of aspects. Yeah, and the ma- when they go to the magic and the fighting that that looks good. I mean, this looks like it could be something special. Yeah. But my fear is I have, the movie game aspect. I have it's a not question. a great track record. Well, just do your own thing. Yeah, don't don't yeah. Yeah, don't do Harry Potter's, and please do not do the the what are, what are the other ones the the fantastic things the terrible ones. Fantastic Four. No, no, no. <laughs> what no, are no. you? What are the you? Fantastic Beasts. The Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, like those are the Fantastic. Those were ter- Beasts. Those were terrible movies. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't think they are terrible. No, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're uh, just saying. You're bad. No, and they're not like, in my opinion, they're not like. Pacific Rim, bad awesome. <laughs> they're they're just bad. They don't have that eighties help, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, bump of awesomeness. Yeah, dude, it looks it looks so, good. We don't have a date. I'm just twenty twenty one. Really excited for this. Spicy. Place. What does this game have to do to nail it for you? See, Jordan doesn't Detention. want it to be linear, so you want it completely just open well, world. I want it. You want to be able to explore the world I want of like Harry a, Potter. Like a Grand Theft Auto where you can go open world, do stuff, have some side quests. You know, it looks like Hogsmeade is in here as well as Hogwarts, as well as the forest. So you're going to have this big space, right? Open world with Grand Theft Auto style missions because the in Grand Theft Auto, it's open world, but the missions are linear. Sure. Right. That's the that kind of style that I want. Okay. I that, you know. I want it to be Grand Theft Auto Harry Potter. So you want, you want somebody to be flying on a broom and you s- just steal it? <laughs> yeah. Shuck them yeah, off and throw them down? down. Radio I would love Quidditch in the game. Quidditch in the game would be cool. You could become a Quidditch star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that would be that would be cool. I I don't know how you would do that. Maybe. Well, well, keep in mind, your world, you can be open world in a world that's limited. And that's if you're just at Hogwarts and the surrounding appendage areas that are in the book that is a limited world it's not like you have all of london at your well, exit i mean at your hogwarts you can just make stuff up it's a magical castle yeah you can't they, they, you can just open a door and holy crap i mean holy crap there's floor the room. 75 you yeah, know there's just, you know. there's the backwards room we'll see stuff like this that that looked different but the, obviously they have like different dungeons and stuff but if you see he's in the forest so they have the forest they have hogsmeade yeah, you right? have if you make this all one big world, I think you can have a decent sized map. Here. Yeah, you could. You, you could. Know? I actually think if they did like a Majora's Mask, I know we already talked about yeah, this, yeah. but or like a Dead Rising, the original Dead Rising, a timing where the three days just start going over and over and over, uh-huh. and I think that would be an awesome way to play this yeah. game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Fitzy Here's, says 
in chat. It needs to be a huge open world RPG with a great story, but I doubt it will be anything like I want. Yeah, what should it be like? Crap. Well, that's my fear. And my only fear, well, what we see from the trailer looks amazing. It does look Most really good. Most of it good. does. Some of the fighting looks very, like the animations are odd. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but like, but and the only reason I'm fearful is and sure. the only yeah. reason I'm I'm hesitant is because of movie games. Yeah, they don't have a great. I mean, Spider Man is the is is a big exception there that has done well. Really and well. I would say when the Lord of the Rings came out, like yeah, those were solid as well. When they just said let's put the movie in the game, <laughs> yeah, and the, it made the game have the biggest budget in the entirety of any other game made, right? Because you have all of Peter Jackson's. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's. Yeah. But question. there's been a lot of failures in there our time. There has been many failures in the movie-to-game history. I do believe in this game, character customization will be a thing. Okay. I do believe they're going to let us... Select your house? Select your house. What house would you choose? I go Gryffindor I feel or like Slytherin. Most people are going to go I can Gryffindor. go either one of there. Do you think anybody will go Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? I feel like my wife would go Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the centaurs out in the forest. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you do it? I don't know. I'm Maybe you can go unaffiliated? Yeah. If this is a role-playing game, there's I would a, there's prefer a, there's to... A, there's actually a fifth table back there called table that unaffiliated. You don't see yeah. The waywards. The waywards. Yeah. If this is a true RPG, then I can. <laughs> Interesting. It's it's very exciting. I mean, Jordan, this isn't your top three that you're most looking forward to. Yeah, this to. is just... Well, it's because, like you said... J.K. Rowling has built such a good world here. Yeah, that's that the potential the for this to be able to fully immerse yourself in that Wanda world. Want customization? Yeah. I mean, oh. come on! I know you guys are laughing, but what? yours is how? just a meagly <laughs> seven inches. I know, I know, everybody was laughing, but how awesome was lightsaber customization in Jedi Fallen Order? It's true. Right? It was cool. It's true. Right? Yeah. Nine inches phoenix feather. <laughs> yeah, right here. A, so what do you got? What Dragon's is the? Bait. No, what is the? <laughs> When you, like Harry Potter, he does this advanced thing. I forget. It starts with a P. Patronus. Yeah. Are you going to be able to summon a Patronus? Your Patronus. My Patronus. At top level. That's going to be endgame. My Patronus is going to be a buff, ripped... Dude, dual. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell you. Loincloth. No. Loincloth. Dude. I've thought about this. I've thought about this. His so, Patronus is a dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. What does that mean? Uh, Jordan, what, what is this Patronus dude? His Patronus is a dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a naked dude. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey. Well done. Come on, that, Jordan. That the mentors make... are coming. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Don't worry. Yeah. Summon my my dude. <laughs> my dude's got this. <laughs> uh. Okay, what, sorry. What no, is no, so you know, So, you know, I don't know what they're ripped called. Ripped buff? Yeah, like a ripped buff f- flying horse. You know those flying horse creatures? A uh, unicorn? <laughs> I would do a unicorn with two horns. Oh, okay. Yeah, a buff ripped unicorn. A dunicorn. A dunicorn. Yeah, that's what it's. You mean like Pegasus? A dunicorn. Yeah, a Pegasus, but like a ripped Pegasus. Pegasus was pretty ripped. He's like the he's like the king of horses. You know when in Red Dead Redemption you run and like their muscles flex? That's how my Patronus would be all the time, just standing there. Spicy, what's your Patronus? Oh, I didn't even think of this. Mm. You're gonna do a dude as well, (laughs) Rambo, dude, a cowboy. A cowboy with a lasso. I want Dwayne Johnson running after people. You know? Yeah. From the the rock from the rundown. That's what I want. I would like. That's a good one. That's a big rock. I want a dragon. A dragon. A dragon always wins. Man, I got to think about this. 
I guess a centaur would make sense. They're ripped man horses. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ripped dude horse. I want a giant spider because that would freak Uh, everyone out. Then they do have those spiders in the forest that talk to Harry. Would it freak out a ripped dude horse? (laughs) Ripped ripped dude horse. Ripped man horse. Also known as a centaur, but the ripped dude horse. Because think about it. Have you you ever seen a centaur that's not physically fit? Yeah, it's ripped. It's really hard to find. Even in, well, here's the thing. In. What's that movie that just came out about the Hercules. brothers? No, what's the movie that <laughs> the fat What's guy. the movie that just came out on Disney with the No, he's a goat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's the Dungeons and Dragons Pixar movie. Oh. Starts with an o. Onward. Onward. Oh yeah, yeah the Onward. Cop guy. The stepdad. Yeah. He's not, but when he kicks into action, he becomes yeah. Yeah. He becomes a ripped dude horse <laughs> yeah. with that long hair. Now see he yeah, he becomes a man horse. Junior Winking in chat. <laughs> Junior Winking in chat says, "I want mine to be like a caterpillar or something small." <laughs> he just brings this dude like a butterfly. Winking, drop your drop your Patronus. We got to beat this boss, and it's like a butterfly, <laughs> like just destroys everything. Another uh, another big question. Yo, uh, we're watching Far Cry right now, but oh, we are. Oh my gosh! Another, another big attention. question. Do you think the Harry Potter Legacy will have some co-op features? Uh, probably uh, that'd be cool. Quidditch, Quidditch, <laughs> Patronus <laughs> dueling. <laughs> Patronus dueling. <laughs> we're, we're watching Far Cry. That's funny. That's funny. Oh man, I wasn't even paying attention. It I just, wasn't on the list. I but just Far Cry's another game coming out. Thinking this about uh, man horses. Yeah. Man, dude, a man horse, dude horse. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my Patronus. A man, a man horse. A man horse. A like ripped it. man horse. Imagine with a saddle. No, and you I would like a Left for Dead or not Left for Dead. Uh, a dead or alive woman horse. <laughs> dead or alive, like the fighting game? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Dead or alive <laughs> physics, woman horse is my Patronus. <sighs> when, I, when I'm thinking of They'd this... They'd have to change the rating of the game. Yeah. Oh, well, we don't know what the rating is. We don't know. It's not Yeah, it's not It's an RPG. So imagine... I'm thinking right now, imagine Rambo from Rambo 1 shirtless with horse lower body you know like I like it yeah yeah holding and the a, and the bandana holding a machine having gun. the bandana holding a machine gun as a horse oh man that's a patronus <laughs> i feel like this is a discussion that like you'd have with your psychiatrist <laughs> yeah. well, this is this, this, draw this what do you see you know what do you see in this ink blot this, man horse this game that is my patronus <laughs> I'm you're, telling you. Uh, excuse me, sir. You're what? My Patronus. I summon it. I summon it when I'm in grave danger. Yeah. It's a man horse. No, I'm telling you. Log- it's very Hog- difficult to summon. Hogwarts Legacy, because <laughs> of the spell, yeah. because of the setting, can have the stuff guys can go crazy with this game. Oh, yeah. The stuff guys. This is a game. Anything with magic or fantasy is a yeah. stuff guy's dream. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm, this as of right now is in my top three. Because of the world yeah, that, that she has created, it's it's it has a lot of potential, and I'm really excited to see what comes with it. Last yeah. but not least, on our most anticipated games of 2021, is Crimson Desert. Yeah, speaking now, this of is coming man to horses. console. This is coming to Xbox. Speaking of man horses, this <laughs> this <laughs> game is another. We don't have a specific date. It is 2021. Spicy, let's start with you. What what really stands out to you in this game that just looks so so good that you're excited? You for? cannot watch this trailer and not be amazed. 
Just look at the engine. Look at the art. Look at the. It looks so real. That looks good. It looks so and good. This is gonna be on the Series X, so yeah. I don't feel like we're being lied to. Well, that's good. No, Sometimes you get these shows and you're really like, hey, ah, I, think, to. I think they're lying to us. This is like a PC that I'll never be able to afford. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, that's your reaction to this trailer. I don't believe you. <laughs> next. Next. <laughs> no, it looks so good. It really does. The, the fighting looks super smooth. It almost reminds me of like a modern Final Fantasy kind of how okay, yeah. they're moving around their movement while they're fighting, but action combat. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's almost like photorealism in that action combat yeah. with great lighting. It just looks so good with that style of animations, and that's what I like in a game is good animations that immerses you a lot more. Uh, the dragon scene blows oh, my mind. Lolly. I don't know if that's like just a cut scene or what. Look at this. Look how good that looks. Go watch Crimson Desert uh, gameplay trailer on YouTube. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, if you're not live with us right now, it is like, look at that. Look at the animations of the, do you see the sway? I'm going to rewind it. Does the swaying of the trees in the desert as she's walking look at, look up. Look at the cloak. Look at yeah. the wind in the cloak. Oh, my gosh. Dynamic cloaks. It is beautiful. Oh. It, it does look beautiful. This thing does so many. Jordan, it touches you in so many right places. Now, this is described, and this might be flipped, but it's described as a single-player game with MMO aspects or MMO gameplay. Yeah, I think that's what they described it as. So what What do you so. think that means? What, what, what do you see this... It does look very single-player story heavy. Yeah, it looks a lot more story heavy than, let's say, Black Desert. Sure, right? which, Online, is their which is their MMO. It obviously is going to be much more story-focused. Where they bring in the multiplayer, I don't know. Is it going to be going to be kind of like, uh, like let's say, Destiny, you do dungeons, like Strike Me, you know, dungeons, stuff like that. That's where the multiplayer is. You, you get a group of friends and you go in and do dungeons. Is it going to be more like... Fable 2, where you can actually bring your friends into your world and, and do quests together? Is it going to be more like like a traditional MMO, where you can bring a couple friends in and you can all progress in the world in, in your own way, right? They haven't talked much about it. All we know is it's a single-player game with multiplayer co-op or co-op multiplayer elements, right? So I, I don't think it's going to be like a massively multiplayer thing, right? But uh, I'm I'm... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited to see more about what their multiplayer does. But that alone, even if the multiplayer is not really all that great, what they're giving us here from a from this trailer, the single player experience, looks like it's going to be top notch. So, yeah, I know I agree. It looks really good. Maybe maybe the multi. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Maybe the multiplayer will be PvP type stuff. You know, I, I think I, I, don't that, know. I think they'll have some PvP. I think it's going to be. Like you said, single player campaign focus where you level up and then you go in and you the end game is multiplayer dungeons that you can do. We saw if you watch this trailer all the way to the end, you see them sieging a castle. Maybe that's that, and that might destructible. be maybe that's yeah. multiplayer stuff, right? Maybe I mean that could be single player as well, but maybe they'll have raid style multiplayer stuff. And it's it's all about the number count too, right? Is it gonna be two player co op, three, four, right? I don't know. Regardless, it looks really good, and I'm very excited for it. Probably my most anticipated. This one? Yeah. 
I mine is mine is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yours is this does maybe, look good though. And maybe the ascent as well, because that really looks fun. It's, it does. Yeah, it gets you going Unique. in the right way. Yeah. Regardless, we have a very special year ahead of us. There's so many good games. We're very excited for it. Excited for it to come to the Xbox, to the Series X, to us as gamers. It's a good time to be a gamer. We've said it before. 2020 was a great time to be a gamer. 2021 looks like it's going to be even better time to be a gamer. Speaking of good times, Jordan, you finished Cyberpunk. I did. I do want to talk Over about the that. break. I want to know, was it what you expected? Was it not what you expected? Are you waiting for the DLC? Where where are you at? How are your feelings when it comes to Cyberpunk? I think the story was was good. It's it's not the greatest story. I don't think the story is as good as The Witcher 3 story. Okay. But again, The Witcher 3 also had two games previous to build up that story, right? So, <clears throat> I do think I do think it's a really good game. I really enjoyed the ending that I got. I made a couple different saves. Because there's multiple endings that I want to get for different achievements and just to see what they are. But the ending that I got, I really enjoyed it. I the girlfriend that I was faithful to the whole time, you know, despite <laughs> what people were saying, people wanted me to go to different people, but I stayed faithful to my girlfriend the entire Good time. Good for you, man. And it worked out. There was an there was a nice little ending to okay. that story. Okay. So okay. well, yeah, you can't give away too yeah, many spoilers because it's so it's such a story. I'm not going to say who my girlfriend was or anything. But, but with the ending, let me ask you this: Are you excited for the DLC? Because they've already announced yeah. the DLC. Yeah. Yes. Well, they announced some. They have a website now, Cyberpunk DLC. They talked about free DLC coming in early 2021, probably after the the patch fixes for January and February. But yeah, they talked about it. I'm excited for it. I'm more excited. Oh, well, I'm excited about the DLC, but I'm really excited to see what they do expansion-wise. Like the big expansions, you know, like the, yeah. your Heart of Stone and Blood of Wine expansions, right? They're going to add Vegas. I think... How are... They're going to add Vegas. How is the bug situation with Cyberpunk now? Oh, they're still are there. We... The game was good. The gameplay was fun. I really enjoyed the RPG systems of leveling up different skill trees, getting different weapons, the looting. The story was good. Like Mark said a few weeks ago, for everything good, there was stuff holding it back, whether that be bugs, features that may or may not be missing, stuff like that. I really enjoyed the game, and it is a shame that it released in the state it did, because I think that took away from the overall experience. Still a good game, but held back, if you will, from from all that stuff, kind of like we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. But really excited for the future of the game. Not only am I excited for the new the graphical update that the Series X is going to get one of these days, which will make it look really good. I'm excited for the DLCs that we're going to get, which is probably going to be a good handful of free DLCs because if we're going by anything with what they did with The Witcher, there was a good handful of free DLCs. And the expansions. Rumor, word on the street. Should I tell you guys where... I think we might be going for some of these expansions. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, will it spoil anything? Mm, no, not really. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. Let's wait on. Let's <laughs> wait on those. Uh, should someone wait on the upgrade would, to play this game? Would, would you? Now that you've been through it, would you recommend that? Well, I recommended it before. If you have the older consoles, I would wait. If you have the newer Xbox Series X or PlayStation Five or a PC that can handle it. I would go ahead and buy it if you're excited to play it and want to try it out. 
if you're on the older consoles, I would definitely wait until they get things sorted out. Okay. Even if, unless you're just really excited and just want to play it, I would even just wait till maybe February just so they can iron out the bugs and stuff like that. And then maybe you'll have some of the DLC quest lines. What's, that what's interesting in, is the sales. It was number one. It's been number one on Steam consistently throughout Christmas break. But word is that on consoles, it lost like 80% of its player base. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't. I didn't look into it. That's total headline well, reading, right it's there. It's really, it's really interesting when they. So I saw the headlines about the huge drop off of Cyberpunk because I started seeing those headlines about the time I beat it. Oh, which with the so, sing, which with the single so player game, sense. it actually makes sense. Like okay, you know, so you know. Well, but also the news. But also the time that you they they would have statistics for the month prior at that time. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's but it's so. going to be interesting to see. I think I think Spicy probably accurately described this. When we look back at The Witcher, all we have is positive thoughts for those that that played it through yeah. and experienced it. And if you remember, The Witcher did have. But some you technical forget when it launched, there were some issues, and they supported that game on to make it the greatest game yeah. RPG that some consider ever. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. That brings us to the last segment of our show, the question segment. To submit a question. You can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros on the community tab. We put up a post for the mail sack and you can submit a question. We got a lot of questions this week, everybody. So we're just going to answer a few here. First one is junior winking last page. Um, he says, junior winking says, welcome back, bros. We missed you guys. Thank you very much. Oh yeah. He says, I'm going to keep this short and simple since it looks like you have a lot of questions already. January is the best time to reflect on the prior year to acknowledge your accomplishments and what you realistically wish to accomplish in the year to come. What accomplishment did the X1 Bros brand make last year stemming from goals or a little bit of surprise? And what are some of the X1 Bros goals for this year? An example would be we reached our goal of getting X paid subscribers last year, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe it's to be able to work this full time by the end of the year, etc., Le anything what what are your goals for next year he says i love hearing about the behind the scenes of the x1 bros thank you guys we love you keep doing what you're doing and many blessings on your 2021 thank you very much junior winking that is that is a really good question let's start with spicy on this one then go join and then i'll go myself we might have similar surprises or things that were accomplished last year but what stands out to you as far as last year that the X1 bros accomplished or did maybe some surprises that we didn't know we were going to reach, but reached or things that happened spicy. Sure. Um, what a, what a crazy year. <laughs> yeah. For everybody. There's a lot of things on a lot of different areas of our life that got kind of weirded out. Uh, okay. So we moved to YouTube, not on purpose, but it turned out to be a very, very, very good thing. Probably the best move the X1 Bros has made. Sure. Uh, it wasn't, it was kind of a scary thing to, to build up, try to build up an audience on Mixer and then have it just be pulled out from under our feet a little bit. Um, we had bad experiences with the other purple platform. <laughs> well, we were going to like make the move. Okay, we got to. We got to make the move, make sure we're there to get set up. And like an hour after, this was immediately following the announcement that Mixer was going under. Yeah. I called Mark and Jordan, hey, we got to move. We got to move right now. But, you know, there's no point in, in wasting our time here on Mixer. Let's go check out this Facebook. And an hour later, 
calling both of them back and saying, actually, what do you guys think of not going to oh, Facebook? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we go there. I have, my own, was, I have my own opinions on that. <laughs> yeah. That one was, Facebook was not ready for a move like that. Maybe they will be someday, but they weren't ready for... It does seem like a pretty solid platform at the moment for people. It's just not the platform for us or our audience. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, that was a big deal. And we decided within an hour, okay, and then that, when the announcement was made, hey, till the end of the next month, then Mixer's closing, that next week, we were no longer on Mixer. We were all the way over on YouTube. Yeah, there's... And YouTube has... At the time, and they've been they've been slowly improving things that they've been going on, which is awesome because I like it's it's really fun as a creator to see things improve as you go because you want the things that let's say Twitch has and Mixer had that mm-hmm. YouTube doesn't have. We want that, but we can't have it, right? I'll give you an example: gifting subs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is uh, that, huge. That's huge. I mean, it's just such a cool thing for people to do to gift subs. YouTube doesn't have that. Mixer just barely got that, I think, in like November, like the month before they closed. Yeah, <laughs> it was like they just barely got that, and it was, it was. We were super excited for that, and it it bumped us up pretty good. And then it's just out from underneath us. I hope YouTube follows suit because gifting subs, I believe, is one of the biggest revenue builders that Twitch has. Right? I, I think it's huge. I mean, people gift subs all the time. Um, you know that was that was a really big move as far as like the back end of things that are happening on the and the stuff that you guys don't see for me it's quality i am trying constantly to try to research and try to find things that improve the quality of the show the quality of uh, our our broadcast especially um, re- we've we've made some recent purchases for the quality of our videos that we post on youtube and david by the way i want to give props to him he probably doesn't get a lot of credit uh for for this but he is so good at at releasing videos on youtube and i'm not talking about like the live broadcast we do and the stuff that jordan does which you do a good job too by the way but david is um what is that i was gonna say thanks man yeah (laughs) um we we had david's david's throwing down videos sometimes every other day right On, on youtube which is a lot of work to do um and one of the one of the moves we did is we got a uh, a high bitrate cap capture card to allow high bitrate like, like we're like we're talking we're Whoa. talking like some big is some big balls you know um, a ten minute video is like fifteen gigs <laughs> <laughs> oh more than that yeah, it's, it's way more than that huge there it's it's just massive right so we are we're our goal is to be high quality or at least mine is and I know these guys agree with me but we have made some purchases with that in mind recently I think that capture card was a no was back in November, November yeah um, so you should see a difference in we quality. actually technically dropped the first video 4k so it's to get 4k video 4k at high bit rate, at right? high bit rate 60 frames a second so it's the best quality and then YouTube trans transcodes it for you so you'll be able to watch that at any but no matter what you watch it at as high quality as possible mm-hmm. I didn't know about compression settings and so Technically, we have a 4K video out there, but it looks it looks like crap. Well, yeah, he called me up when we figured like, things I was out. I like, "What the heck, man?" It's uh, compression settings. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of knowledge and stuff behind that yeah, that okay. you got to figure out. Which is it's fun to figure that stuff out. But anyway, so we that that's kind of the back end because we're doing a lot of evergreen content on YouTube. That's been one of our 
big pushes recently is to just try to increase quality. Um, we also uh, we're we're gonna probably retire this streaming PC within a couple weeks. It's on its last like the one that you hear see here for the show. It does a lot of stuff. We have multiple cameras. We have multiple controls going into it. It's it's in order for spicy, like he said, in order to take it to this next level of quality that we want to do for this next year of 2021 and really just be the best place for Xbox gamers to be consume news, commentary, entertainment, the whole shot. Yeah. We're upgrading this PC. Yeah. So. Well, and this this is my old PC. This was my old work PC and I love this thing. And it is just it's a workhorse like and he needs to retire. The poor guy, yeah. you know. He's a he's a man horse. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a, man, a dude horse. Um, so that's that's the thing. So that's that's kind of where last year and recently this year. I mean, I just I just purchased the parts today actually for it. Uh, I have my my notes right here of what parts to get for that and everything. So quality for me is where I'm trying to push the co- the the podcast forward. Super high quality, super high quality video along with our super good quality audio that I'm trying to maintain with the show. So. Yeah. Before we get to Jordan, Reactor Leak in chat did ask about uh, the studio, what's happening with the studio. So that was something that on Patreon we were really pushing, and we did an announcement on Patreon um, a while ago. The It's very costly. I mean, that's our goal is to get to a studio, but equipment is actually the most costly part of that. So we're mm-hmm. upgrading equipment until all all the equipment first and then we'll we'll eventually do a studio so that is still in the plan but uh but that's that's how it goes jordan yeah biggest biggest surprise change whatever as far as the x1 brand goes last year and then what's your big goal for this year do you think well the biggest surprise was probably mixer because it was kind of like oh that sucks came out of nowhere (laughs) oh okay well uh well okay (laughs) that was my reaction like okay well uh yeah, so, and uh, we did next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ne- next. So, well, it was <laughs> go back so to a recent game save. It was like, it was it was like, oh shoot, Mixer did offer if you were partnered on Mixer, you'd be automatically partnered on Facebook. So I was like, okay, well, we at least have that. We were looking into Facebook, and basically, like Mark said, it it wasn't for us for for multiple reasons that we each have. So moving over to YouTube, which I guess and was, we were fortunate enough that we weren't we hadn't focused on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but we were fortunate enough that we had met. Mm-hmm. We were just throwing stuff there. We, it was. It really wasn't our focus. We had m- meant it to be our focus, but we just didn't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with what we had thrown over there, we had reached. We had already reached the point where we were we set up as partners, membership, or what and, partner. and we could set up memberships there. And and so we said, well, let's just move to YouTube. We've always needed to be there. Mm-hmm. This is our opportunity to be there. Well, and YouTube's been really for the most part relatively user friendly to do the streaming and and to get everything up with our videos it's a it's a one-stop shop which is nice everything yeah. is on youtube now it's also been nice to see the youtube channel grow too because it's uh, with your videos that you've been doing yeah as they've it's been our youtube channel's been growing which means the audience has been growing which means our gro- yeah our audience more our- people are joining the fold yeah our audience is growing and getting exposure to more than we've ever had before so yeah. we're really fortunate that way really exciting one thing I'm looking forward to doing this year is those of you who were in the streams last week now know that my streaming schedule will be Mondays and Wednesdays. So the X1 Bros will be with you Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Oh! And so then hopefully and then, mostly every week this year, 
if my wife's birthday falls on a Monday, we'll have to move things around. But you know what I mean? Just yeah, it. mostly. Yeah, we'll stream it. <laughs> Just stream it. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I'm excited about for this year is uh, streaming. And Mondays and Wednesdays work good because both David and Mark, if they so choose, are more free those evenings Available as well. to play together. Yeah, I was so able to yeah. play with uh, Jordan. Uh, was it when was it Monday? Wednesday? Was, was we, Wednesday? We, That's we right. Played Tarkov. Played some Tarkov on stream, so yeah. I was able to do that. Yeah. It's an easier so, day for me. So everybody who's listening, make sure again hit that notification bell, and you will be notified every time a video drops or we go live. Yeah. So make sure you're over there for that. Uh, again, I think the biggest surprise was absolutely Mixer. <laughs> Uh, I think it was a blessing, though, in disguise, because at first it was like, oh, should we put all his work in a mixer? We were doing really well on mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime we streamed, we were we could easily be the top three or four streamers in our particular category. Uh, we then were running the show 24 hours a day there, which was just really good exposure for us. A lot of a lot and of you who are here passionate in the community about it really came discovered us on mixer. Yeah. So we'll always be grateful for mixer for that. We have always, from the beginning, tried to be on YouTube. We didn't necessarily understand it. YouTube's a whole other beast. Um, I think it gave us the opportunity to make sure closing to come to YouTube, and YouTube's just been a blessing. It kind of all lined up really well because I was working a job where I had to learn. I was forced to learn how to grow a YouTube channel, and so it all it, it just kind of worked out at the same time. Yeah. And we are growing on YouTube. We've had a ton of exposure and success there. So we're grateful for everybody who supports us and 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 has watched and shared our videos. Really appreciate it. Someone is sharing our videos on WhatsApp. It's one of our number one external sources for videos. Which oh, is really? really? interesting. So whoever that is. Thank you. Hey, thank you. You're probably in Asia, but thank you. And thank you. Because <laughs> that's like the number one de- demographic. Growing for the Asian but. audience. But it's but it's very exciting. Uh, that was the biggest surprise for me. The again, I'm I'm going to reiterate again. We have some big lofty goals for this year, and I think it's the most optimistic we've been about the show and taking it to the next level for the next year. Uh, my focus is 100, percent and we and we each have which which is is interesting in this move. We each are able to focus on one thing that kind of plays to our strengths as well. That I think makes the show. And the channel and the X One Bros brand really pop um, for us, so that's something that YouTube's been enabled us to do. We did get a question. Chief Wiggum says, "Oh, there it is. Not sure if this question has been asked, but will the regular morning streams come back eventually?" That is one thing I missed from the Mixer days. So on Mixer, I was streaming every morning before work for almost two years. Uh, I was getting up at five, going five to seven thirty ish. And uh, before, and that's just what it that's takes. A.M. Everybody. A.M. And that's just what it takes to grow, to grow a, a streaming channel, to grow a mixer channel, to get to the point where we were. Um, right now, that will come back eventually. Right now, over the next year, it's all about growing an audience on YouTube. And YouTube's a little bit different of an animal that, than like a Twitch. Your strategy there is different. For it's all about evergreen content, and it's creating the best videos that get the most most bang and exposure for the most people. Uh, and creating quality that people want and, and something that's entertaining and inf- informative people want to see. So my focus is 100% on those videos. Uh, once we're to a place, which, you know, I think we can be, then those those streams will come back. Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I do miss those streams as well. It's super fun. But that's, I mean, I, I'm really excited for this. 2021 is the year. It's the year for the X1 bros. So buckle up, everybody. Yeah. It's going to be real. Uh, closing thoughts before we move on. 
No, I'm I'm really excited, and I like you said, it's it's humbling to, that we get the support that we do. So thank yeah. you very much, yeah. everybody. No, yeah. absolutely. Thank you, Junior Winking. That's a great question. We don't always get to talk about behind the scenes stuff. On that note, spicy. I and Jordan too. Let's actually start with Jordan. Uh, what do you think the future of streaming is? We've seen it evolve. We've seen it change. There are really three big players. Facebook, I think, is considered a big player just because of the amount of people. That platform is not going anywhere, right? Yeah. Where do you think the future of streaming lies? What do you think? We, what 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 evolutions will we see? Any evolutions in twenty twenty one? I hope so. What would you like to see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, Mark and I kind of had a similar discussion the other night. We were talking about YouTube and just different things that we think they could do to to push streaming a little bit more on their platform on YouTube. Right? On YouTube, yeah. Because YouTube is another big player, not necessarily because of streaming, but because of just videos, oh, yeah, right? It's the world's largest. It's the second largest search engine. Yeah. Yeah. Behind Google. Behind Google. Which yeah, is owned large. by the same company, <laughs> right? So if you have that much people on your platform, it's exciting to see, hey, if they made maybe a couple changes here and there, all those people may, you know, be able to see, you, we may get to meet new people, see it, you know what I mean? Grow things. It. I don't really know how to explain it, but No. You know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? They just need to change a few so. things on YouTube to make streaming more of a thing. Yeah. It's already really become w- a I, big part of the YouTube platform, actually. I would just say add features. Features no. is what probably you're yeah. looking for. Well, my biggest thing, and I'll, I'll say what I was talking to Mark, is make it more discoverable. When wow. you go to YouTube, it's actually kind of hard to find the live streams. You actually have to yeah, the, dig a couple pages in. Unless you're, unless you hit the notification bell. Yeah, unless you hit the notification bell, which not all the people I follow on YouTube I do, so I get to see when they stream and it, it, and it's great. When you go to the YouTube homepage, live is down there with shopping and fashion, <laughs> like so it's like okay. Well, well but those are two of the biggest categories. Um, but but it's like you have right, to actually scroll down right below to that and right above help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's you have to scroll so, down a lot about us. <laughs> yeah. what, what I was what I was saying to Mark would be cool is if. In the top left, you have home, and then right under home, you have live. And then you just click live, and then from live, you can see, oh, all these people are live, whether you're doing IRL streams, games, whatever, right? Because there's all different types sure. of streams. It would just be, it would be nice To if, be discoverable. Yeah, I, discoverable is, I guess, the best way to I, say it. I don't think that will happen. And let me tell you why. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> well, let me tell you why. Because I think, I think especially coming from Mixer, the yeah. adjustment is... It changes why, how you stream and why you stream. Yeah. So yeah. on on Mixer or Twitch, let's let's just use Twitch because Twitch is there. On Twitch, you have to stream for at least four hours. That's the minimum before you start to see any bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That or that's a sweet spot, anyways, where you hit like the peak that you're gonna hit, and can you maintain that? And the reason, the more people are watching, the higher up you are discoverable. That has its benefits in streaming, and that if you have the more people, you're more discoverable. That's kind of how it should be. But its takeaway is. It's impossible. It's impossible to be unless you're in the one percent. You're never going to be discovered on Twitch. Yeah. YouTube. You could have zero followers, and if you have a topic that is highly searched, and you've you've done your homework, and you've made a video that's really high quality that a lot of people are watching, that's getting a lot of votes and watch time, you will rank in the search results for that. Yeah. So, so I think YouTube sees l- streaming as streaming's not the way to be searchable. Being searchable is the way to be searchable well, yeah, yeah. on YouTube. And then streaming is searchable from people who have subscribed to you from your other content. Yeah. I don't think they their will ever... Their focus is the video. Their focus not, yeah. is video. They're a video they, platform. I think streaming 
complements the video Wait, platform. So would you say they, they view streaming as a bonus entertainment? That's exactly, your, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'd see. Which is fine. S- yeah, which changes, which changes the way you have to think about streaming mm-hmm. when you're streaming because you're not streaming to be discovered. You're streaming for to, people who have already discovered as a bonus. You, as a as bonus. bonus. Yeah, and that's, and that's hey interesting. Does that philosophy bonus. win out? I think in the next, and McSpicy, you can correct me if you, if you, or if you disagree with me, let me know. I think we're going to see Twitch either succeed or fail in 2021. I think, I think, I don't think there's, I think they've made some good decisions. I think they've made a lot of bad decisions. And I think YouTube is the powerhouse. I think Facebook is another powerhouse secretly, actually, that Twitch hasn't seen that kind of competition before. I think it's, I think it's everything it's going to be interesting. I think in 2021, Twitch either succeeds or they fail. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we'll see, the evolution. Yeah. And the, big, the biggest secret in the tech place is it's bleeding money for Amazon. Um, so you want me to add my two cents yeah, to that? Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, <clears throat> the thing that Twitch has that I think Twitch takes it takes for granted and i think it's their absolute backbone and why they're popular is their community oh yeah mm-hmm. they it's a unique streaming culture yeah it's they're there and they are there right and they are getting pent over and pushed around and beat up by twitch the streamers and the and the community that watches the streamers i think i think twitch i give them a year and then they're they're gonna Unless some changes are made, they're going to crumble and Facebook and YouTube are going to suck it all up like a sponge. Yeah. I honestly think that that they, they are, they don't, Twitch doesn't think through a lot of the things that they do. (laughs) I don't understand some of the things that they do. Like, well, it's clear they're trying to, they're trying to make money off of advertising. That's clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way that they do their advertising, it's effective. I want to. I want to go to the Red Lobster. Do you know how many? <laughs> you know, that's the advertisement. Do you know I how many? Yeah. Whereas YouTube actually does advertising correctly. Whether you like to see them or not, m- most of them are skippable ads, or they're on sidebars. Well, you know what YouTube does is they actually. I I think YouTube's advertising is the most intrusive advertising I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I literally paid money so I would never have to see their YouTube ads Red? again. Yeah. It worked. I, well, no, and that's that's the point. I mean, it was effective. See, I, pa- I pay for that. YouTube Red because in a one minute video, I don't want to watch ten advertisements for for <laughs> hair and nail care and then Red Lobster. You well, know, but like that's, up just, to, that's up to that's up to my goodness the creator to put not anymore. There. No, they Twitch has made that not like no. A, sorry, George, on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah. I was well, saying on Twitch. That's not up to them anymore. Yeah. Being honest, YouTube doesn't make the greatest decisions all the time either. Yeah, but. yeah I do feel like YouTube does try, though. They're much <laughs> yeah, more. Let's yeah. put it. Let's put it this way. They're, you know, they're much more methodical yeah. about their decisions. Yeah. Where Twitch, it seems like they're making decisions and back making those decisions or backtracking they shoot by them. the hip. They shoot by the hip, which I can respect. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, they don't think it through. Like they like. There's so many things going through my head, and I don't want to make this question super long. They make mistakes like every other day. And it's just, it's like, it's like cyberpunk releasing to (laughs) never game testing their game on an old console that they released it to. It's like, well, why didn't you just have one person, one employee play that game? 
on the original Xbox and see if it could actually be played. <laughs> you know, it just took one time. You know, the game's a week long. Just pay that guy. I would have yeah. done it. Yeah. Then I would have told you, you probably better not sell this on this console. <laughs> uh, Reactor Leak says, I honestly think something new will show up to challenge for streaming or partnering with Facebook or YouTube that's gaming more gaming-centric than things are now. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're, regardless of at the very beginning of it, Twitch has done a great job of, of bringing streaming to the forefront. What do they do next? How does it evolve? Does it improve? Does it not improve? Are they around in a year? Does someone else own them? Does a Facebook just buy them? Not that Amazon's going to sell them, but let's pretend that they, they do. Does Facebook buy them and, bring, and, and soak them up? I mean, that would be a power move of power moves. See, they can't do that. The, because of how Twitch Prime work, which I now think it's, what's it called? Gaming Prime? Game no, Prime? So, it, well, I think it's just Prime. They, well, they just branded it like two weeks ago. Oh, they rebranded yeah. it like two weeks ago. Uh, how that works, if that disappears, it crumbles. Yeah, that was an excellent. They, that, was, that was Twitch Prime is what gives creators the juice that they need yeah. to do that. If that is removed, which it would be if they sold the company, the value of that company would decrease tenfold. I will admit that was a good decision. Twitch oh, yeah. Prime. Yeah, that oh, yeah. was... To, well, to... to Get bundle it creators yeah. money funding That's funding why everyone wants to be there that pritch that prime money because of that I don't think Twi Twitch can sell I don't think Amazon can get rid of it they well, can well Amazon can wash their hands of it but does what does Twitch do the uh, entity well yeah but I'm saying like if if Amazon gets rid of oh the it Twitch devalues it. then then they don't have Twitch Prime anymore which devalues yeah. which you lose a lot like it'll just crumble and that's when everything moves to other filters over to other places. Like look at all the mainstream YouTube or uh, all the mainstream Twitch streamers. They are all adding more and more content to YouTube. They're adding yeah. that backbone as a chess player would, or a person that's smart with marketing, they would have a backup plan. Well, not only a backup plan, but if you're big on Twitch, you're going to be big on YouTube and that's double, you're double dipping. You're taking double the money. Yeah. So I think, well yeah, they, I mean, but we are at the beginning Twitch's. of streaming. Uh, and it's very exciting. We've been there for a while, but it's super, super exciting. Okay, let's do let's do one more question. Let's, we have a lot of questions. Sorry that we're missing some. Yeah, let's do let's do J, let's do Jay Drain. Oh, let's do two more questions. Let's do Rocket Four first. Rocket Four writes in and says, "Good to have you back, guys." He says, "I've been lost in the YouTube rabbit hole of video game speedruns for the last week or so, and now have a newfound respect for speedrunners. If you guys had to choose a game to speedrun, which would you choose? Mine would most likely be Ninja Gaiden on the NES. Wishing you and the community a very happy New Year. Thank you very much, Rocket Four. I'll tell you the one that I got um, lost down was Doom speedruns. The Doom speedruns oh, yeah. are, cool. are cool. Blow yeah. my mind." The, the way that people the ninth think. second level, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it's so good. Have you guys ever watched? I so I like the speed runs, and because of the speed runs, I got led into developers acting reacting to speed runs. They're actually really good videos because the developer was like, "Oh, <laughs> I thought," because <laughs> they go, "Well, the one guy I was watching a speed run of Outer Worlds, and the developer was like." I thought we put something in there to prevent that. I guess not. <laughs> and they all laughed like, nah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, meanwhile, some guys get like reamed back at the office. Johnny, oh. we told you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Spicy. But, 
Speed, yeah. speed run. What game would it be? Mine would be Doom because I because I just I love the way the game looks. I like the cool things you do with jumping, with firing yourself across canyons onto these ledges. If you've ever watched a speed run, you'd know what I oh, for Doom. Go watch one. They're they're doing things that you would never think to do of normally playing this game, and it blows my mind. It's super fun. I would like to do Doom. Uh, Jordan, did you say a game that you'd like to do? I think I'd probably. I really enjoy watching the Dark Souls. Oh yeah, speed runs. They're just fun. Yeah, because well, it's, res- it's respect. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> all right, it's like that guy knows what he's doing. Spicy. Imagine uh, you go more classic. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah, good call. Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past. No. Oh, uh, minor glitches, I believe they call it. I would like to just do that over and over and over, and get See, the you best have, time. You, you, the way you think is a speed has a speedrunner mentality. Thank you. Yeah, like, I, I how, can that I, how can I break this game? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. How can I break this That's game funny. for my advantage? For I my have advantage. watched years and years of my life watching speedruns of that game and speedruns on randomizers of that game. It's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. The in my YouTube life. hole I've gone down lately is woodworking. Yeah, I, I love I that. Have you gone into blacksmithing yet? No, I've been doing woodworking and more recently epoxy tables, yep. uh, glass. Yeah, I, kind of I want to do my desk in stone glass. I'm gonna do it as a with epoxy. It's gonna make some of the best videos are like that. Right? Like Actually, over that's, that's one thing. Over Christmas, I turned my desk. It's a nine foot desk I, from IKEA into a standing desk, and it is. It has changed my life. It has presets. It is amazing. I made, Jor- I made Jordan a preset. He made me a preset. Oh, do you want to make me one? Or is I'll there enough? I'll make, there's enough. There's enough. Okay. I think there's one more one more spot. I would love to be a part of that preset. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you a then preset. You You're, on You're on speed dial. You're on speed dial. Oh, no. Standing desk. It blows my mind. It's changed. I think it's for OCD people. Not OCD. Uh, what is it when you're like easily distracted? Um, I don't know. AD, I, oh, I, ADD? ADD I people, just, yeah. So I'm easily like... I can only sit for so long, and then I'm like, I gotta go for a walk. I gotta go do something, and I can't focus. I just, I just stand it up, and it's like focus mode engaged. I just thought it was for people that wanted to stand up. <laughs> Shut, I mean, I Shut up. Yeah, you're stupid. Yeah. I just thought it was like. Uh, yeah. Great question, Rocket. For it, thank you very <laughs> much for writing in. Jay Drain writes in. Last question here. I had this crazy idea over the break. He said, "What if you used the Xbox accessibility controller and hooked up some pedals to use as the jump and crouch buttons?" Do you think pedals would work well for controlling those movements? And would you want to have your feet in jump and crouch in a video game? Would it be more immersive? Jordan. Well, sorry. I'm going to kind of go on a side topic of that question because he just opened my mind. Oh, I'm going to buy that controller and get those buttons and use it for flight simulator. Oh, for, oh, my for control, yeah. Yoke. Landing gear. <laughs> it's just a big like. Well, no, no, because you can connect a whole bunch to them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes peripherals. So could you yeah. connect your Stream Deck to it? Could I? Uh, you might want to look that up. I bet you you could. It's built to just no, connect. No, because this runs its own software. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it would just be. It, and it would the just software be, that you're doing is pressing a button that is yeah. built into the computer. It would just be peripheral yeah. buttons, but you can attach so many to them. So I could just have a line of buttons and everything. He's actually opened my mind. I think but that's what I'll do. Next level. I'm I'm certain since it's a Microsoft product that it would work on a PC as well. Mm. That's when you open things up. <laughs> That's when you really then you can change whatever you want. You can have it connected to, you know, your your series and Alexas and Googles and everything. I'm glad she didn't hear me. That's why I try to say you could have like buttons do whatever you want, that however cool. you want, whenever you want. That would that be would cool. be really cool. Yeah. Talk dirty to me. Oh. That's cool. Uh, but let's just talk jump crouch. Would you use it for jump crouch? Would it immerse you more? 
I kind of want to be lazy when I game. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I I so don't want to do that. It's actually because of the buttons. That's why we don't VR game all that much. The buttons on <laughs> the stream deck that you're using in Flight Simulator are there to make your life easier. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Really, really I mean, are. Well, I work so in real I, life. I don't want to work in my games. Yeah. I already bind... In first-person shooters, I have the elite controller, so my jump and crouch are bound to the bottom of the controller. Yeah. So I mean, it would it would, it would essentially be the same thing, just with a different right cheek, you know, left cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how cool is the adaptive controller, though? That you can even that we no, can even really have cool. this discussion. It's super cool. To be well honest done. with you, I I don't know. I didn't think I'd ever say this in my life, but I think the box the adaptive controller comes in. It's cooler than the adaptive yeah. controller. It's I, engineered. To be honest with you, I didn't even know this thing existed, but apparently there's box departments. Like there's there's this guy that works at Microsoft who's the head of the box department. And you're thinking like, well, that's kind of a weird job, but he literally designs the box. You wouldn't it's, well, like it's when, actually fascinating when you get into these huge well, it's like ginormous corporations. The Series X or Series S. Yeah. This is the best box that it's coming. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's like a display. Yeah. It's well, the more you think box. about it, when you got your processor for your computer, it came in a Destiny engram. Like, <laughs> awesome. That's the idea of the box department. The 9900K came <laughs> in and really awesome. I think I had it on display for, for a while, while back yeah. here. If you want to know what it looks like, it looks like a Destiny engram. rare engram. Yeah. So cool. So. so since it's New Year's, we did get a lot of questions. Oh, great question, by the way, yep. Jay Drain. Thank you very much for writing in. Let's just wrap. Th- let's wrap this episode up. We did get a lot of questions about gaming resolutions for 2021. What I are your gaming resolutions? I have one. I never. I have one that I've already I been never tracking. Finish them. Ready for this? As you guys know, I'm very much into vigor. Uh, to take my game, I have to take my game to the next level. It's just not a question at this point. I'm average. I'm about an average player. Yeah. I need to be at least above average. Your Patronus needs to get bigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a B to B minus player. I need to be at least an A minus in vigor. Mm-hmm. So my goal, and I have a I, Jordan has printed me off twelve calendars, and I have I cross them off every day. I have a printer at my house. Every single day. He doesn't have one. I practice my third slash first person shooting skills, and I have already seen a giant jump. Yeah. In just over, what is this, eight days? Eight days. I've stuck to it so far. Every day for 30 minutes, I practice. Here's what I do for practice. I download AIM, Aim Labs, which is fantastic. It's, sure. It has controller support, so that's uh-huh. what's there. I take my Elite controller. I have matched it up to the settings in the game Vigor that I'm trying to get good at. And I do 15 to 20 minutes there, and then every day I play one shootout game. And I've done that. And all right, like... I'm averaging I'm averaging three or four kills a game now. Yeah. In just a week, just doing it. works with sports. Why can't it work with video games? And that's really what sets really good gamers apart from peons like myself, is I've never thought <laughs> I of I thought it. you were going to say peons like you. Nothing like, like myself. Me, yeah, like nev- you no, people. It, no, See, I'm better than you after a week, No, is I've never thought of video game in this like sports type of practice, with the exception of like a game like Madden, but I've never, I've never actually made the effort. Yeah. But it works, and... Small improve. If you can improve, there's that one percent rule. If you can improve one percent every day, you it it's exponential yeah. growth that you see. And I'm telling you, in eight days, I'm already well. It's good. It's a it's a good free program. It's free that you can use, and it will it will have cross effect. So it will help mm-hmm. me in in other first person shooter games. So yeah. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm I'm hopeful to be the above average player on the team. Yeah, yeah. So I actually so that's my gaming goal to keep it yeah. up. Literally, it's seven days a week. I've got my calendars for the entire year. If I can keep that up next year, 
I'll be much better than I am this year. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't no, that bad. I, I literally was an average player. Occasionally, I'd make some above average plays. In that but s- now I'm consistently above average. In that same program, because yeah. I, I actually used a different program, and you you showed me that one. I actually <laughs> brought over my Tarkov settings for that program. Oh, just yeah. To, yeah. That's the nice thing. I've, I've been practicing tracking. Oh, yeah. So Because I feel like in first-person shooters, or in shooters in general, if you can track someone... It doesn't care if you miss them ten times. If you're tracking them, you're gonna hit them one of the times. It's true. You know? It is. Can true. you can you give me that one percent thing? I have not been able to use this song for a long time. Oh, you want me to do it again? But I want you to inspire me. All right. It is 2021, everybody. <laughs> we have New Year's resolutions, and whether your resolution is to be a better man, a better woman, a better lover, a better person, whether your resolution is to get into shape, just remember one percent. All right, 1%. Some of you are sitting out there and thinking, I can't do it. It's not possible. It's too hard. It's not too hard. You're trying too hard. You're a try hard. <laughs> to accomplish your goals, all you need to do every single day, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 1%. Try every day to improve 1%. And that growth will be exponential. By the end of the year, you won't recognize yourself. You will be a better lover, a better mother, a better father, a better son, a better brother. You'll be a better gamer. You'll be a better person. Better consumer. 1%. That's all it takes. Go out there. Do it. Do it. Thank you. I have not been able to use that button in a long time. I think so. That was good. And that was good. Someone, good. someone, someone clip that. No. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, do it so we don't have to. No, really, but that's that's I. This is the first time I've ever done it with gaming outside of like a sports game like Madden, which you just play online matches for that. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen huge improvement, so I'm excited. If I can keep that up, very very excited. Cool, man. Jordan, gaming. What was the question? Gaming yeah, was resolutions, the question? Yeah. Uh, 2021. Gaming goals. I don't know. I I think I just want to have more fun this year. Can I just do that too? Well, it's just every. Well, because last year he set like a game a month. Every year I set a goal and every year I fail it. So I just want my goal to be. Because I was thinking this year, I was like, you want to go my side of the. Well, because I was thinking this year, I was like, oh, should I try and like hit 100,000 gamer score or something? But I I don't want to set. My goal this year is to have more fun than I had last year. That's good. Which will still be kind of hard. You know, it was a lot of fun last year. Could you imagine if you have 1% more fun That's every exactly day? That's exactly what I was going to say. If, I'm going to combine yours. Holy and I crap. want 1% more fun each by day by day. If you That's have, awesome. If you have 1% more fun every day, that's 365% more fun. You're, you this that's year than tons of growth. Year. Yeah. Got to figure out how to quantify this. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is fun? <laughs> so that's my goal this year. Ask me at the end of the year okay. if, if I had more fun. It? Watch it be no. Like, watch okay. it. Games are terrible this year. That's it. Just spicy. Is yours? What's That's yours? That's what it was. I want to have 1% more fun every day. <laughs> that was such a good answer. I want to just. Uh, so, for gaming, what do you think that involves? What do you think that looks like? I'll, I'll tell you what it looks like for me. I got to stop playing Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it looks like for me is taking the time to use games to relax. I'm in a position where I use games for work and gaming for work. So, so to use to to take the specific divide, right? Yeah. Like now is my relax time and use it as relaxing. Well, that would be my way to make it more fun. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't do quantifiable. 
goals. Sure. Like Jordan's like taking a cue from me this year. I really appreciate it. I'm tired of failing my goals. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I every year I'm like I don't do goals because I fail them all. I failed the last two. I right? told I'm so. tired of being a failure. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna take it. Um, I don't want to worry so much. So I just. I'm going to worry less. Worry less. I like that one. I'm going to just worry less, you know, yeah. just yeah. enjoy things a little bit more. Yeah. That's my goal for 2021. I like it. I like it a lot. Worry less. You know, I think this, I think that's a good, good way to end. Thank you everybody who has submitted questions this week. Thank you everybody for joining us. Happy 2021, everybody. We're back. It is good to be back. Come join us. YouTube.com forward slash X one bros. Leave a review in, in iTunes, Spotify, Amazon music, wherever you're listening to podcasts. 2021 gaming is here it's gonna be good it's gonna be great it's gonna be grand we're we're happy to be back love it we'll see you next time everybody have a great one bye-bye